Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Seven days have come and gone, so that means it is new episode time. I'm your host, Rudy Vela, and I'm joined by Juan Guerra, Joel Wagner, Steven Segovia. All right, so episode 72. Last week we released a episode 72-ish, which was about 15 to 20 minutes long. It explained our little dilemma. We had another uh, equipment malfunction, and Juan's computer went full Skynet and destroyed all of our files, so yep. that was fun. But um, this week, we're going to hope, fingers crossed, knock on wood, that that does not happen again. I guess I guess we'll see uh, how the gods want to favor us. But um, yeah, episode 72 is here. Uh I guess we have a lot to talk about. We so last week we discussed how we haven't really done a review in a while, or not a review, but a recap episode in a while. So, uh, yeah, I guess we've all been good. Hopefully, you have too. And with that being said, here comes episode seventy-two, bro. That rhymed. Did it though? <laughs> <laughs> Bars. <laughs> right? Did it? I mean, I don't know. That's why I'm asking because. I yeah. was like in my head. I was playing Something through because I was trying 72. to change it up because no, I was like, are, "It's gonna, we it's are gonna two, <laughs> and here's episode seventy-two. Oh, Wait. so I'm a new rapper. So you said two with two. Oh, I'm wow. Lil Yachty. There we go. All right. I got yeah. a rapper, bro. <laughs> I, I gotta explain this again. Okay, so last week we tried this new thing, and Joel wasn't here, but these guys know. And we started this thing where I wanted it to be more interactive with uh, the listeners. So I have now added. A little clip of a movie in which these three guys have to figure out which movie it is. Um, but yeah, so okay, I'm gonna play the clip. Uh, the the lengths of time are gonna vary. This one's probably like ten seconds long or something, but it should be pretty short. But alright, you guys ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. John of the Dead. Second album I ever bought. I mean, four in the fucking morning. Scoring, it's yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We oh, didn't what? explain. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh my god, there's like a a time to be on yeah, this. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing was that it's you guys aren't a really necessarily a team Damn doing it. that. So you guys, yeah. if you shout it out, if you know it, shout it out. Oh, I forgot. But Sorry, if you know. if you get it wrong, then you can't you can't just blurt out. See, I thought Spider-Man we were all one, like Spider-Man waiting. two. Oh, yeah. That's why I thought two for a second. I was and like, and I we're all gonna agree thing. upon something and then say it. Oh yeah, Joel was here last yeah, week. Yeah, I forgot. I explained that poorly, but yeah, that's how it goes. But I would say, <laughs> all right, that one didn't count either, though. Uh, no, it did count. I already wrote you on your number. <laughs> it's it's perfectly ink. I can't take it away. He said it did count. So, the marker has spoken. But yeah, that's there you go. That's the quiz for this week. All right, so yeah, Shaun of the Dead. I fucking love that movie. Been a while um, since I've seen that movie. Yeah, so that was again a, a test run. In our defense, we didn't have full strength last week, so yeah. not everybody knew what was going on. Oh, dude, maybe if we use those three buzzers and each of you had one, and I know what the fucking noise is, so I could be like, "Ah, oh, you." I could turn around, actually. No, that'd be too obnoxious, <laughs> I feel like. But, yeah, so that would be, an, I mean. It'd be hard to get the audio for it. That's probably true. But, yeah, you guys are going to have to blurt it out. Yeah, because we'd be like this. <laughs> Bink. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's something new that we'll be doing and getting right as time goes on. Yeah, eventually it's new. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so from moving or moving forward, if we know it, we'll blurt it out, and whoever gets it first wins. But, like we said, if you blurt it out and you're wrong, you're out. 
You're out. Is you're there out, a, you're, uh, you're fucking end, out. Is there an end game prize? I don't know yet. There, I mean, yeah. Like a, uh, Let's get, just say get yeah. so many. There's something there. There's something there. There's a Nerdy prize. pride. No, no, no. There's a prize. I have to figure it out. All right. So, uh, like we said, it has been a while since we've done a recap episode. We haven't really had a chance to talk about any new news or anything like that. And we are fully aware that a lot of different things have happened, have come out, have been leaked, all this stuff. But last week we had a lot of fun discussing this stuff. So uh, there's a lot of it. We're going to go over it kind of quickly, or at least we're going to try to do so. And we'll be discussing movie trailers. So there have been a lot more uh, honorable mention. If you have not watched the trailer for Guns Akimbo, go watch that because that shit crazy looks awesome um it's the daniel radcliffe movie coming out harry potter he has like <laughs> guns literally bolted to his hand yeah it's it looks fucking gross pretty crazy <laughs> uh but yeah so go check that out uh there have been other trailers since that as well but we're gonna be focusing on three different ones one uh being a quiet place and then the other two coming from the big two publishers and comics dc with Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of Harley Quinn. I hate that title. And New Mutants. So starting off, we'll uh, jump in with Quiet Place. Hoping that that will be the longest one discussed. I think so. <laughs> I, th- I think it might be. But even though we, we started off last week, we might miss some stuff that we discussed already. So A Quiet Place 2, uh, we discussed, we even made a post about this. This movie was something that we didn't really want um the first movie came out and it was amazing a lot of people thought that it was hyped up a lot because john krasinski aka jim halpert directed this this was his directorial debut and i've watched it since a couple times and it was just i just fucking really enjoy the movie but um nobody really wanted a sequel because it just seemed like it ended off in a good spot and then they announced the sequel which of course it made a lot of money it would do that and the trailer came out, and I was pleasantly surprised. I don't know about you guys. Same. Um, I, I know Juan, Juan really enjoyed it. So there's a lot going on in this trailer, but the biggest thing to me is that they showcase the fact that this will not be a full-out sequel. It will spend some time in the past. So we're going to be seeing, it even starts off, the trailer starts off saying day one. So we're going to see what happens and how this outbreak, or not this outbreak, but these things come about, how the world treats them and generally lose. So I'm really excited to see that. Uh, we also see in the opening sequence, one of the kids say, Dad, there's Dad. So that has me excited because it really gives you a little glimpse that, hey, you're going to see John at some point in this movie. And um, I, I think I think that's really cool. I still have I, I guess i guess i'm still at some point i'm like uh with the fast forward stuff i'm kind of on the fence like i just really want to see what they do with it okay i mean i okay this is hard to do because i feel like i've said this already but we've said all of it. yeah we've said all <laughs> this already but the point is is that i was worried that this movie was going to be if it did get made that it was going to be just uh, you know, one of those end-of-the-world movies, what are they going to do now type of deal. But the way that they left it at the end of the first one, you were kind of like... The fact that they stayed with one family and made it easier to absorb um, because, again, it's just one family and you're following their storyline. When you go and venture out into, like, 
the world of after a major, you know, catastrophic event, especially something where where things are hunting everybody, it gets a lot more complicated. So that's like my main concern when this movie was coming out or they decided to make a second one. I was like, eh, it's probably not going to be as good as the first one because you you have that scope. The scope got a lot bigger and it creates a lot of potential problems. So the fact that they're actually showing the beginning, that was something that after I seen the first one, when they show that newspaper and it says, are they angels or are they demons? I think that's what the newspaper says. I was excited because, wow, like you, you don't really know because they don't they leave it open. And I had mentioned it last week that Joel made the point all the time about the scariest thing is the monster that you never see. Yep. And that's what, you know, it's suspense and it builds it up. But the fact that we're going to see them and learn a little bit more backstory, I guess that's my biggest concern going into this movie. Like, I like the fact of not knowing much about them. That makes me want to know more about them. So I'm kind of, it's kind of a double, double-edged sword where it's like, like they're I, giving me what I want. Yeah, they're giving me what I, I want. I want it, but I don't. Yeah, but then I know I'm going to regret it because I'm like, ah, that takes away from a little bit of it. You know, it's kind of it's a weird thing, but <laughs> I'm excited about it. So for me, I loved the trailer. It was great. Uh, mm. I didn't – I know I – we had this discussion about the first movie when it came out. I said that I didn't know if I wanted a sequel. Because oh, yeah, we were like, all there. <laughs> yeah, like, like you mentioned, it's, just, it's such a good standalone. Like, that's it. That's all you need. Um, but with this one, I am on the same page as far as concerns. Like, what if they show too much of the monsters and it just kind of takes away from it? At the end of the last movie, spoilers, uh, they, they find a way to combat them, mm-hmm. to, to survive. And that, usually when you have that like that magic bullet at the end of a movie and then you go into the sequel with that magic bullet, it kind of spoils <laughs> exactly. everything. But with that said, the trailer alludes to, as far as the current, like, present time in the the movie it alludes to the monsters not being the monsters like the main adversary yeah. adversary in the current present it's like walking dead season six of the tv show <laughs> like it, it gets to the humans yeah. you see a lot more just humans and there's a lot more just struggles with real world problems with the monsters and the kind of the background so maybe that will be kind of where the intensity comes from as far as the current timeline because he uh one of the new characters, and uh, Steve has a different outlook on this, yep. which uh, I want him to get to in a second. But before he gets there, I wanted to touch up on this. Um, one of the main new main characters that they'll be introducing in the trailer, he even says it's not the monsters you have to worry about. And I think that's him uh, talking about the humans. He's talking about the other survivors. Horrible people. Yeah, who are just the actual monsters. Um, so before I, I was hoping, or well, I was wondering if anybody else would touch up on this, but I'll throw this out there. Uh, a, another huge concern I know for me and Juan was that as much as we said, uh, people thought this movie was so good because John Krasinski directed it and everybody was hyping it. He was a huge part of that storyline. So John, of course, put himself in the movie with his wife, oh, Emily yeah. Blunt, and he dies off in the first one. And... I was so attached to that. I, I can admit it. I was so attached to that family because of Jim Halper. Like, when he was doing anything or shit was getting real for him, I was like, no, 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 no. Don't hurt Jim, you know? <laughs> and now that he was gone, that was another concern of mine. Like, am I even going to have the feelings? Do I feel bad for that little curly-headed dude? Do I feel bad for his daughter, for his wife? Uh, she's smoking hot. But um, <laughs> Emily Blunt is pretty hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. To be blunt, she's hot. Hey. But, um, <laughs> Like, was I going to have that 
I guess uh, the emotional attachment. Yeah, to attachment to them. And like I told Juan and them last week, they did something fucking genius. They were like, "Okay, John's not here. He's not gonna have that same attachment." Here goes fucking Cillian Murphy, aka Jonathan Crane, the Scarecrow. Twenty eight days later, such a good fucking actor. He is Peaky Blinders. Like anything that he comes in, the dude's amazing. So when I saw him, like at first I didn't think I didn't know that was him until they showed that scene where he like opens up this door and he's standing there, and you get a clear look at him. And I remember seeing that I was like, holy shit! Like I I love this actor. So to know that he's in the movie as well as. Ronan the Accuser's right hand from Guardians of the Galaxy, Jaman uh, Hounsu. Yeah, it's pronounced weird. Yeah, it's it's. I always oh, yeah, stutter with that. <laughs> but um, he's in the movie as well, and there's actually a scene where it show. I think it's a a, a flashback of Cillian Murphy's where him and uh, oh boy from Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm not going to butcher his name again. <laughs> I have too much respect for him. But uh, they're kind of surviving together. And it shows them put these two boys in a closet and they shut the door, kind of looking like they're trying to protect them. But I'm really excited to see his part of the story now because I think it's really that's one thing that I like. It's like when somebody's story is done being told or you only have a little bit more to show, don't stretch it. Don't keep being like, hey, they have more to give. Don't fucking try to take the toothpaste and roll it up. It's it's done. (laughs) So they're giving you somebody else that you can care about. And they're going to show you his whole story from here now. And I think that's really cool. So I'm really excited to see what they do with him and uh, his friend, his surviving partner. I was telling them that, like, uh, what if they switch it up? Like, Emily Blunt is dealing with the loss of a husband, and that that's their thing. And, like, what if he is dealing with the loss of a loved one as well? Like, what if it's, they throw in, like, the two cents of, like, a, a uh, gay relationship? Mm-hmm. And his husband dies. Like, so then they kind of had that to mold together. Uh, so I don't know. There are a lot of different possibilities that they can do with that storyline. And I actually think that would be pretty cool because that would be one reason why they would want to stick together. Because I don't want to see this dude try to jump in her drawers and shit because oh, he's no. her hero. So, like, that happens in every single movie. I lost Bird my box. husband. Bird I could box, just, baby. It's, so yeah. un- it's so unnecessary. Yeah, exactly. So it's like. Give give me a character that can actually care for these people on a different emotional state. Like, okay, I lost mine as well and my kids. Now I see this person, like, let me help them. So, I don't know. I, I just think if I was going with a – if I wanted to present a different story than, like, Wanda said, Bird Box and every other story that's out there, do it something like that where he ha- would have no – I want to make love to you. <laughs> Motives. Baby. Yeah, because that was something we talked about last week, too. Like, everybody fucking in the apocalypse. Like, why'd they have that kid? Why was that baby there? <laughs> Biggest mistake of their lives. The only, only other thing about that movie that I, I'm not concerned about, but I'm more curious about how they handle it. So the first movie was so good to me, not because of the story, which was good, but about how the atmosphere of the movie felt. It was very much, it sucks you in. Uh, we discussed it before. As far as you had to be quiet while you watched it, yep. it that that I'll atmosphere was it was magical. I had never experienced a movie like that in my life, where I was like, I felt like I was involved in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how they're going to treat that atmosphere now with jumping back in time and then yeah. no, and having all of these silver bullets in the future. And just I don't think you're going to be able to do it. I don't I, know. See, I don't think they want to go that route. I mean, they've showcased so much talking right. in this one, so I think they're. They want to progress the storyline, 
but they know they can't capture that again because you can't. You really like, can't. I, these the fact that they know they can fight back. I think would give them a little bit more leniency with talking and making a little bit of noise. But of course, they would still want to be quiet at times. But yeah, I, I don't think they're trying to rekindle that. I think they're just trying to progress from it and give you more of that universe. All right, Steve. Yeah. So let me let me fill you all in. So last week we discussed. And Steve mentioned that he wasn't a fan of this movie. He said he had no interest in it. Uh, no, there, it just it, it couldn't pull him in. He said that his family really enjoyed it. And he said that the only time he was happy was when the little kid provided the entertainment by getting killed in the beginning. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Yes. So Savage. We, we discussed this, and he, I mean, he came up with some, some points. Uh, he, he said that he... He's more drawn into action movies, and like he he wants something more instead of just taking your sense away. And uh, from there, you said that you were going to try to watch it again. Did you have I a chance? I actually started to. I got home not that day, the other day, and I put it on, and I started going through it, man. And I, and and I went through it, and I wasn't going in like it was going to be whack. <laughs> I just went in. And I was like, you know, maybe, yeah, I just need to refresh myself on it. Maybe you know, so. It wasn't as bad as I originally like thought. I I think it's just more like I'm impatient at some points. Like if a movie's <laughs> really like, for instance, like Joker mm-hmm. or Logan, it's really like uh, what do you call it? Like uh, well well done, and it gets slow at times, but it keeps you going because all of a sudden there's a burst of action. Where this one, there are little mini bursts of action, but mm-hmm. they're not like I guess enough to make up for the whole hour you just spent quiet as shit just like <laughs> you know like the dialogue of the movie i mean don't get me wrong actors are great the actors were great it was it was an all right movie it's not as bad as i originally thought it was but it does i do know now like my attention span must be the problem because it's it was, just not your cup of tea yeah you know but i could under, i could see why people would love it mm-hmm. but i think it's just because like i i have i do i, I know i have a really short attention span <laughs> so it's like watching it and have to be like so dead ass silent and just being just trying to focus on it, it was just like uh yeah I, I just couldn't i just couldn't like i i found myself it it made me more go to my phone and just start like looking then i'd hear noise and i'd look up and that and that's me really trying like all right just focus on the movie focus on the movie focus on the movie ding Ooh, nice. uh <laughs> you know and then i get in the, it didn't it didn't still didn't bring me all the way in same with like Something like Bird Box, you know, it was just like, oh, okay, so you can't see, but it was still a little bit more action packed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still, I don't know, it, it wasn't that movie too wasn't enough to make me be like, loved it. So, so you need all senses. I don't know. If it's, I, don't even, I don't even know if it's just that. I just think that for for real, I just think that maybe the um, quiet place was just a little too too quiet. Yeah, a little too rare. A little just like too like. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't really, I just, the story for me was like, all right, I mean, I, I appreciated the original content, I guess, like mm-hmm. the way they came off, but at the same time, it was still just, probably just me. Because like I said, my family, the, the kids, loved, like everybody loved it. Mm-hmm. Everybody else did, and then they're looking at me like, oh, and I was like, hmm, hmm, what happened? <laughs> but I did like the end, like how you yeah. said it did end off really good. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, when that little kid's like through the whole movie t- figuring out the hearing aid thing, and then frequency and stuff shotgun and then, yeah that, that's a change then because i remember uh last week you were like fuck out of here with that. 
Yeah, because that part actually kind of because that's kind of intense. Like when she steps mm. on the nail. Oh and, God. God. Like that whole thing then I started like I must have started seeing a couple things that I didn't see before because I was like, oh shit. I was like, ooh, that, yeah, like that nail thing. I was like, how the fuck? Dream like, <laughs> like, I was like, oh my God. So a little bit towards the end, I was like, all right. And it, I ain't gonna lie, after that, I started thinking about it like, I will give number two a shot. Okay. I'll give number two a shot. At first, honestly, at, last week, I was like, ah, I fucking, I ain't gonna watch it. <laughs> I think I think number number two will uh, cater to you a lot more as well. Like I was just telling Joel, uh, I see this one being uh, instead of a silent movie scattered with like louder action scenes, I think it's going to be more action scenes scattered with silent scenes uh, because it even showcases a fort where it's like soundproof, like where they're sitting in there together. Right. So I think they're building those things to be able to break away from that. Uh, the aesthetics of the first one. And oh. don't don't those things look like demogorgons? A little bit. I mean, yeah. honestly, every new monster that's made, like the one from Cloverfield, it kind of looks like many kind of the right? same. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that's the sad thing about CGI. That's why, like, I love practicality. Like, Man, if you yeah. can, like, you can't. I mean, I guess you could make those things, but it really makes you work with something that's more proportionate. Like these things are super skinny. They have like the long skinny arms. arms, like, yeah. and everything goes with that. Like you said, Cloverfield. It's like if somebody made that same monster and stretched it out in Photoshop, and they were like, there you go. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, even the the Hellboy monsters at the end, they kind of looked like that, that really dirty skin tone look, and it everything's kind of blending together when it comes to CGI monsters. So practical. That's what you need, baby. They're cool looking. They're just generic looking. Yeah, yeah. very much. But, um, no, so that that's, that's good news to, to hear that you actually want to give part two a chance. So... That's what we think about this trailer. I mean, it it, it gave us hope for uh, leading into this one. Like we said, we had some concerns, and I feel it addressed them uh, enough to where I'm like, okay, that's it. Seems worthy of a sequel. I'll watch that shit. Yeah, it's soon too, isn't it? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I thought it was the spring or something. I don't remember. We looked it up last right week, now. and I forgot already. Uh, uh, I'm yeah. probably way off. I don't know. What do you think it was? Is it in the spring? Uh, March March, 20th. March 20th. Okay. Yeah, March 20th. All right. So if you haven't checked it out, sorry we talked about it, but check it out anyways. Watch it over again. Let us know what you think. Uh, Moving on to some DC stuff. They released a new trailer for Birds of Prey Emancipation. (laughs) I was going to say Harley Quinn. Uh, Birds of Prey Emancipation of Harley Quinn. There we go. Emancipation Proclamation. Uh, Fantabulous (laughs) Harley Quinn. Got to get it straight, man. (laughs) Black Mask movie. Black Mask <laughs> so, movie, yes. Uh, yeah, we've gotten trailers for this already. I don't know if we've discussed any of them. We've made fun of the name a few times in past episodes. I know it's that. the worst. But yeah, it, it's really bad. Too too long. Like, way too fucking lengthy. I'm not going to, like, if I'm asking somebody, like, to get a group together and be like, hey, y'all want to go see Birds of Prey? Period. Like, <laughs> Birds of Prey, the emancipation yeah, of the that's what I said, yeah. Fucking, what is it? Fantabulous? Fantabulous, <laughs> Harley Quinn, blah, 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 blah. One fantabulous. Yeah, oh, the one. Oh, Jesus. Fuck out of here. That's <laughs> what I got to say to that. But, um, yeah, so we have seen trailers in the past, but they released a longer one it came with uh actually showcased some things that you want to see not just harley quinn and random girls acting a fool it showcases who they are a little bit about them i think it was a fun trailer i mean the pace was was there they actually told you a little bit of what you can expect from the story not just 
Okay, she's running around. Those girls are running around. Black Mask looks mad. Credits. Okay, what? <laughs> right. Fucking, like, it at least tells you, hey, if you come see this movie, expect this story. We're not going to tell you anymore, which that's fine. So it showcases the Birds of Prey, which is um, the Huntress, Black Canary, uh, Agent Montoya, played by Rosie Perez, Harley Quinn, of course, and Batwoman. Sandra Kane. Yep. Uh, yeah, and it, it gives them their motives for why they team up. It shows Cassandra Kane stealing Diamond. It shows Black Canary saying that you uh, broke his trust. The Huntress killed his best friend. Montoya's trying to make a case against him, and Harley Quinn is just fucking Harley Quinn. So I think that's really cool. It showcased why they have a reason to come together as a team instead of just being like, hey, we're girls in Gotham. Let's do this movie. Uh, it, it, I like the fact that they're showcasing that a little bit and they highlighted some really, really cool shit in this trailer. So for one, we finally see black canaries meta supersonic scream, which is fucking sweet. Yeah. Uh, we saw her fighting abilities as well. Yeah. She is one of the highest, like most highly trained martial artists in DC. Beat so Batman's th- ass, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie Quinn, maybe. <laughs> but then again, he tells her that he lets her, he likes it. But, um, yeah, so uh, showcase that, which was really fucking cool. That jump kick that she did on that guy to kick his head through the window was nice. Uh, Black Mask, we actually get a little visual of the Black Mask. They promised. It looks legit. It looks fucking legit. Yeah. So nice. Last week, we said that the only thing that can make it better is by the end of it, it gets burned to his face. Yeah, that's you got it there. Just do it. Just finish it. Um. I mean, there was there was a lot of cool shit about this trailer that happened. And of course, I, I've been excited to watch this movie because I think as bad as like the DC's done with shit, the newer movies that come out, you almost just want to see them like so badly because you want to see what they're doing. Like, okay, what are you what are you gonna do from here? Like, what's your way of recoursing everything? And this kind of is a softer reboot for certain things. Uh, I think it's a softer reboot for well, even like I said that if this movie does well, they can potentially expand the universe, you know, by I don't know how with many all people the characters? Are, yeah with all the characters and then each of their individual stories, and then build the universe that way. Yeah. Do you, do you suppose it's gonna take uh, Suicide Squad two or the reboot or whatever into account as far as yeah. lead up? You think oh, it'll yeah, lead definitely. up to it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that movie as well is being considered a reimagination, not so much a reboot. So that's kind of right. weird in itself. But yeah, like Juan was saying, I I personally am really hoping that Black Canary shines in this movie or that people enjoy her because with Black Canary, you get Green Arrow. And yeah. I want to see a proper fucking Oliver Queen come out. No and Stephen Amell? Shit. I I mean, of course, don't bring him in. But <laughs> I, I, liked, I liked Arrow for three seasons. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I liked I liked Arrow. It was a good show, but it was more Batman. It was than Green Arrow. It, really it was, was like Batman got stuck on a fucking island instead of watched his parents die, and <laughs> then watched his parents die. Like that's all it was. So I liked the show. It did the character some justice, and it was cool that people enjoyed it. But give me Green Arrow. Like give me not the hood, the fucking the yeah. hood guy, whatever they called him. Uh, give me Green Arrow, and that's. All I want. <laughs> Give me the, the mustache and the goatee. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah. Doesn't he have arrows that like 
have fists on the end yes. of them yeah, stuff. The punches like, really the punches stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh in the show they actually use that. Really? Yeah, oh, he's fighting that. um punching gloves. He's fighting somebody and he wants to take them out with a with like non-lethally. So I can't remember who the hell he's fighting. I think it's like a friend that's like possessed by something, but he uh says something to him and he pulls out, and then when he pulls back, you see the fist, and then it goes flying and just hits him in the face, and he knocks out. <laughs> I'm pretty so sure ridiculous. in the comic, uh, Harley Quinn made fun of him for having something. In, his... in the Injustice, yeah, right? Yeah, in the Injustice, yeah. yeah. She was like, don't you have a, an arrow with a, 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 a boxing glove yeah, on it? Yeah, boxing glove on it. <laughs> but, so yeah, like Juan was saying, this op- this has potential to open up so many avenues. Of course, like Gotham. It yeah. will express that. And that's another thing we discussed was Gotham in itself. This movie will take place in Gotham. It shows Ace Chemical get destroyed and that fiery fucking firecracker goodness that goes on. Yes. Um, Forgot all about that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Gotham. I mean, Roman Sionis, Sionis Industries is in Gotham. And the crazy thing about the Matt Reeves Batman that everyone's been talking about, they leaked images of Bruce Wayne sitting on an old bike, um, all that stuff. They are saying that's going to be standalone. I don't know how I feel about that, though. I don't really care. I, I'm i not too happy with the 90s Batman anyways. I'm kind of... With that shit, like, if you're building something like that and they want it to be part of it, have it be part of it. Like, the fact that Wonder Woman's back in 80s again, I don't need that. I've already got her in the Modern. fucking war. <laughs> like, bring her... I want to see what she's doing after this shit. Like, what did Justice League do to her? What What is she doing? Not okay. Oh, we're yeah. going back to eighty four. Here you go, guys. I don't give a shit what she did in her past. That That doesn't give me anything to look forward to. So the nineties, like going back to that, it's just it's gonna be a better fucking Captain Marvel. It's It's gonna be a better <laughs> representation than Captain Marvel. And I I don't know. So I. I personally am excited for that. I don't need a 90s trilogy to be part of this. But the crazy thing is, it's like you're bringing back these characters. You just announced that this new Batman isn't even going to be part of this. So what's going on? Like, I told them, Ben Affleck even said, I think he's going to do great and I wish him luck. He never said he was going to take Batman from him. So it's like, does this go good in recourse? Do we still keep him? Like... I don't know. There's a lot of shit that's going on with this that can spread out from this movie, from Suicide Squad, and I'm just curious to see what's going to happen. Yeah, we'll see. Agreed. I think he's. Good. I think he's done. I, I would love for him not to be done, but mm. I think he's done being Batman. Well, I'm saying his version. I'm not saying oh, like sure. e- even Ben. Like, yeah, if Ben comes back, that's awesome. But the fact that it's not. They even said like his Batman's going to be more detective work, not a brute. So if we can, even if we recast him, shit, this, I, I want that Bruce Wayne. I don't want a fucking Sherlock Holmes Bruce Wayne. I don't want Christian Bale back. I want an actual <laughs> Batman. So um, before we Prime move, fighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they need that. They can't, they can't really go too far. I mean, because, like, all the, the birds of prey and all this shit, this is all Batman-esque rogue yeah, type of situation 100%. where, like, where it's like, you know, where where are you gonna go? You can't these no matter what these characters, literally cannot stand alone without them because then you have to turn them to fight each other, and things like that. Which you can go a little bit of ways, but it won't mean much without 
the Batman Bat. and Robin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like any you know the Bat family. Like you can, they can take us as far as saying like, oh well, now we got Barbara Gordon, mm-hmm. uh, the Oracle, or we have you know like you. They don't. No, those names mean who, nothing without Bruce Wayne. <laughs> like to me right now, this is basically. I, I'm excited for it because this is basically like a Guardians of the Galaxy type mm. of deal where they're pulling all these characters like people aren't familiar with a Pocahontas, a Huntress, <laughs> like the Cassandra Kane is a little girl in this one, yeah, and that's supposed to be Batwoman. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, so I'm looking at it like, uh, what are they doing? Like uh, I'm hoping this is the last end of like them rap trying to like put something clever together. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, from people like, I'm not even a super fanboy, like I said before, like, just let me have fun, but at the same time, it's like, keep it in order. Yeah. Don't don't fuck the characters up just for the sake of a movie, like, work them in properly. Mm-hmm. I what? don't know, it's just, you know, like, taking the Joker out, you know. Um, well, they're yeah. just removing him from her relationship. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if this is all fluent through... To the Suicide Squad thing, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's just, you know, they should learn, follow suit at least a little bit of Marvel, not with the hilarity shit, but, like, pet, do some patchwork around, I guess, you know what I'm saying, it's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. In the end. So, uh, that was one other thing I wanted to touch on, because I forgot to mention this, but at the very end of the trailer, it even it confirms that Batman is still around. So it's not like they're going to write out the character of Batman or Bruce Wayne, because at the very end, she has a hyena and she said, I named him Bruce after that hunky Wayne guy. Mm -hmm. So that's right there. That's like confirmation that he's still around. So they're going to have to do something. Like if you're not going to have Robert Pattinson's Batman here, you need a Batman, which is like, otherwise, like, what the fuck is Batman doing that yeah. <laughs> he's so busy that he can't get to whatever's going on? If he's not coming back, they just need to say he died. Right? They just need to say he <laughs> he's died. He's busy, bro. He's out of town. He's, uh, you know, he's busy. Yeah, like, some, something happened. But uh, He's off planet. Yeah, there you the, go. The cool thing about this, like, all this uh, speculation moving forward is, so, Crisis on Infinite Earths just aired its finale, and it showcased a really cool scene that a lot of people talked about. They discussed... But to me, the biggest thing out of this is that Warner Brothers is now giving in to demands of DC. So there was a scene that released with Crisis on Infinite Earths that crossed over not only all the TV shows, all the series like Titans and everything that they did, not even the old 89 Batman stuff like they did. They finally crossed over the actual DCEU with, in the form of Barry Allen. Yep. So Ezra Miller showed up on CW, full garmed out, fucking Scarlet Speeds there all the way. They had a little funny interaction. Uh, he called him the Flash, which he's never been called before. Um, they always refer to him as Barry in Justice League and shit. So that right there, he even said that. He was like, the Flash. like, And he was like, I like that. And then he goes on and he touches his suit and he's like, it looks so comfy. <laughs> so it's Breathable. almost pretty cool because it's like, all right, he disappears, he vanishes. And it was just a really cool scene. But moving forward, we know that the Flash is going to have a Flashpoint Paradox-esque storyline. And they, they already said it's going to be. Uh, so I don't know if you guys know the director of it. Chapter one and two is directing the Flash. That I didn't know. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Andy Machete or something like that. Sounds about right. Machete. Um, yeah, so he's directing it. And he uh, 
he said that it's going to be like a flashpoint you've never seen and Hmm. it's kind of cool because it's like okay what if they work that in somehow like that's how he changes his suit because i've never liked a suit i don't like the fucking metal i don't like that shit i want something that can't fly out of a fucking ring right that suit can't fly out of a ring i don't care so i want a a fabric like like a fabric looking suit make it the bat suit without a cape like that those suits looked perfect uh so i like yeah i like that he saw that and he was like "Ooh, maybe and then now (laughs) he has the idea for his name uh but the coolest thing about this that really caught my attention is the reasoning behind why that happened there was like joking about oh man what if what if they crossed over with justice league and shit and everybody laughed and jim lee fought for it so jim lee is now the c uh coo our cco the chief our creative officer yeah creative officer and um we got that scene because of jim lee he told them that he wanted that to happen and fucking warner brothers listened yeah, because whatever Jim says goes. Yeah, so that's actually really cool. We were hoping that that was going to happen with Jeff Johns, but Johns let people fucking walk all over him. He got mm-hmm. nothing that he wanted to happen. So that actually shows, I mean, that could have been that fuck boy getting kicked out and this new girl stepping up and saying, hey, we actually have something that could be huge and make billions. Let's do that. So hopefully that's what it is, but that really gave me a little glimmer of hope being like, okay, if he can pull strings enough to fucking put a cinematic character like the flash on a tv show that's crazy oh yeah so uh yeah i mean there there could be a lot of different things coming up because of that but yeah like like juan was saying there are so many avenues they could do with this cast this ensemble cast of characters because not only are they from gotham but they stretch out throughout the dc universe when the flash when ezra disappeared mm-hmm the last thing he says is like, I told Victor this was possible. Yeah, yeah. that was cool too. <laughs> so, and that was actually really sweet. Thank you for bringing that up <laughs> because people were wondering, is Cyborg done? Oh, and yeah. Ray Fisher yeah. and uh, Ezra Miller have been fighting for this. And Ezra even uh, went out saying that, uh, I can't remember if he said DC or Warner Brothers, but he said the studios need to make it right. They said he did so much because Victor's story was supposed to be so much bigger in Justice League. And he feels they really fucked him over, and he loves Ray Fisher. So the fact that he said, I told Victor something like this was possible is so cool because it's like, Vic's back. I yeah, he's still they, there. Yeah. I wonder if they play this off into the movie. Yeah, like, that's what I'm wondering because like, it's if that's the scene, Like, let's say he running. They're try, yeah, they're trying the treadmill. They're trying something, right? Mm-hmm. And then he got, he disappears, and he blinks out for a minute, and then he comes back, and there's that some kind of like. That flash was scrawny. What? <laughs> he tells him Yeah, that. yeah, something like that. Yeah, like a little joke. Like a he quip. had no neck. <laughs> yeah, like a quip <laughs> like that. And then people that actually seen it, which, I mean, even if you didn't watch the show, which I don't. It's everywhere. I seen it. So I would be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's funny. That I get it. Or oh, he comes back and says, call me the Flash. <laughs> call me the yeah. Flash. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. Makes a suit right away. Yeah. I mean, 10 like seconds that. in or 10 minutes into the movie, you got a name, you got a suit. Yeah. <laughs> One of the... Uh, the biggest complaints that fans had for a while after the CW shows and all that stuff was, why can't you link the shows with the movies? Why can't they be the same thing in the same universe? And what that scene does effectively is it shows it's a different multiverse. It's, yeah. it's a different, it's a different parallel, you know, mm-hmm. world. So that's why they're different things. Mm-hmm. But it really kind of sets in stone 
this the shows are in a different universe. Oh, yeah. Sa- same as Titans, same as uh, Doom Patrol. And the crazy thing is the uh, the shows, they switched them all to Earth Prime, which they were, at the beginning, they were Earth 1. And then they met the rest of the multiverse. And they did this so... Every time there's a crossover, they don't have to come up with some intergalactic multiverse destroying thing where they're like, we need everybody. Now they're all on the same planet, the same uh, universe. So they're like, hey, we're all here. So let's fuck shit up as the Justice League. So I think that's really cool. But the crazy thing is, this is another thing that other people are skipping over. They did not announce a Earth One. You think the DCEU is Earth One? I think what they did in Crisis on Infinite Earths, the storyline of the TV show, I think they reset everything. So this way, the Justice League is Earth One, and they're Earth Prime, and then the Titans are Earth Nine. So they switched things up a lot, and they were like, hey, this is what's happening now. So I think that's really cool, but, I mean, it's it's not confirmed, but why would you not name a Earth One? And why would you bring Ezra Miller on the fucking word of Jim Lee? <laughs> like, like Juan said, it has to tie in somehow. He, I mean, he's going to be messing with his powers. He's going to be doing all this and that. And why would he make a big fuss of the flash? That's, I like that. Like, why would he say that knowing he's going to call himself that? I, I don't know. There, there's just so much things like coming around to this, like thinking like, okay, they're doing something. Just saying. That Titans Earth got the short end of the straw with Batman because that Batman is wet. Oh God! <laughs> they, so there's two Doom Patrol Earths. There's the one with Cyborg, and then there's the one that is in Doom that is in Titans. Oh yeah, that's right. So I'm hoping that the one of those that like, hey, we're jumping multiverses. You're watching these Titans now, and Bruce Wayne's a way more Dude. badass. Scott Adkins is fucking Bruce Wayne because <laughs> yeah, that old man that was fucking Alfred. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I agree. He he danced. That's all he did. That shit was whack. All right. So uh, moving on from DC, there's a lot of cool shit there. Uh, even if you're not a fan of DC, I mean, uh, the possibilities should be intriguing you if you're any type of a nerd. If you like cinema, if you like superheroes, what could possibly happen should at least have your attention. So, um, but... Moving on to Marvel, who has all their shit together. Yes. And didn't fuck up their universe. <laughs> uh, this might be a step, though. Um, they. Oh, before I move on, because I was going to say 20th Century Fox. Oh, yeah. 20th yeah. Century Fox is no longer. It is now 20th Century. Yep. 20th Century Productions, which sounds is better. That's crazy. Yeah, it does sound <laughs> better. It sounds a lot better. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so 20th Century Fox is no longer a thing. They were working on this movie for years. That was supposed to have released two years ago <laughs> called New Mutants. It made no sense. It was supposed to release after X-Men was done, after Deadpool was over. And I think it really was about to release in a time where Disney was like, hey, we own your shit. So it kind of just got destroyed, and it was just in post-production nightmare. And it was it was crazy. Like, like I said, 2018, it was supposed to release. We're now 2020, and it just got delayed again. <laughs> so, there were rumors that it was going to go on to uh, Disney Plus as well, like just direct mm-hmm. to service, not even in the theaters. Yeah, so there was all that. Now, things are getting interesting. They released a new New Mutants trailer, and for those of you that don't know what New Mutants is, New Mutants is a story that came out. It was a... Um, oh, am I trying to think when it... Spreads out from a certain title. 
Like a one off spinoff? Spinoff, yeah, there, there you go. go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna say one off. Words. Uh so a uh spin-off of X-Men. Everybody was loving X-Men in the nineties, and someone by the name of Chris Claremont took it upon himself and was saying, Hey, if someone needs to make this, and if we don't, someone else will. So he got a team together, they worked on a story called New Mutants, and it followed a group of students within the walls of Professor X's um, you know school of gifted youngsters and they're trying to learn their mutant abilities and everything like that and new mutants of course they are new mutants with their new uh, powers and this movie kind of follows that same thing but they're in a isolated facility trying to learn this gift uh, that they call it that they don't understand and they're very horror-esque it's supposed to be like a horrorish movie which is pretty sweet I, i like the concept of that but I mean, we talked about this last year when we were like, okay, do you release this? Hell, we even talked about it with Dark Phoenix. Uh, do you release it? Ugh. Does it go to a streaming service? Do you just <laughs> put movie. it out on DVD? What do yeah. you do? And uh, this one was up in the air. Like Joel said, it was it was just rumored not too long ago that it was going to be Disney+. Plus. They're finally releasing it. They gave it a, a release date, which I want to say just got pushed back recently. It is um, April 3rd. April 3rd still? Yep. Okay. Yep. So April 3rd, hopefully we stay there, but we might finally see the story of New Mutants. But, I mean, let's talk about the trailer a little bit first. The trailer looked, it looked cool. I mean, I I love horror movies. I love even horror comics and everything. So to have a movie, a comic book movie, horror uh, related is really fucking cool. I like the cast. Um, I think the special effects look pretty solid. I do like the idea of a really concealed building that they're stuck in and they have to figure out how to get out. Um, it, it all makes sense. And I, I like the casting. Uh, Will Byers brothers on there. Uh, Charlie Byers. Heaton. Yeah. Charlie Heaton. He's in there. So I don't know. I watched it and I think I was, I had like a little inkling of meh, like, eh, what it would. Okay. But I think it was because of everything that's happened. It's been, years since people have been talking about this uh we got footage two three years ago and it still isn't out so i'm just kind of like what's going on but i still after i watched it again i really thought about it it looked good i i liked it and i mean i i think that's the most i can say about it is there were scenes there were special effects there were powers shown and it it intrigued me so i feel like it still has that fox feel to it if that's how like like the X Men movies had the Fox feel. Like now there's <laughs> now there's the the MCU, and there's like oh, X Men. <laughs> it's not thing. like at the caliber of what you're used to for yeah. like an MCU type of movie. Yeah, so it kind of has like that, and then also the other feel I got from it was like that shitty TV show. Uh, I haven't watched that actually. <laughs> you didn't like I, it? I didn't watch. I did Legion. not like that. I heard it was good. It, I, like, I watched. It, I didn't like the actor. He didn't. He didn't yeah, pull me I, in. That, not just that, but it like it just jumped all over the place. Like I literally watched like the first five episodes, but the first episode struggled with the most because I couldn't, I just like couldn't wrap my head around it. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't do a very good job at all explaining who he is, what's going on. Like um, it just kind of like throws you into this whole new world, and you and you're just stuck there. Like <laughs> what? 
like there's no grounding for it you know like i couldn't get my foot on the floor to be like oh okay i can stand to watch this mm-hmm. i was just left there like i think i'm gonna fall over i, I can't get this i don't i don't want to do this. <laughs> but then they put that girl in there um forget her name she's a real funny actress um what, what are we talking about the trailer or the... no the the legion oh okay. I'm saying I, because I don't know. because the way i'm saying this is because they put her in there and then it made me like it where then i see macy williams in this one the mm-hmm. uh, um aria yeah so when i saw that i was like oh okay <laughs> i could kind of like and that's what that's what made me watch the five episodes of legion was that girl so then with this that's why i said i got that feeling from it because i was like i don't understand what's going on in here because when you think new mutants for the most people, mm-hmm. you think, oh, New Mutants were, is where Deadpool and Cable came from mm-hmm. yep. for the most part. So, like, now you're like, okay, so I get it. They're going to the basics of it, like the, the actual start of it or whatever. So, it's, but it does have, like, that foxish feel to it. And, and that's like, you're not, I don't want, I don't like that feel because every time I watched a movie with that feel to it, with the exception of Logan and, like, maybe one or two of the original X Men, mm-hmm. like, I was like, ugh. I know what he's talking about. Like, I know that feeling where it's just like a caliber feeling. Where it, That too, not only that, but it's just like, I don't know what they're going to be doing outside of this movie. If it's allowed to be filmed and it's being made and it's actually being put out, my suspicion is that it actually is going to continue some other storyline. Like, well, I don't we'll, think it's a one and done. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Let, let's talk about the trailer, though. Uh, I mean, I think you said enough about it. I think it looks good. Uh, it looks like a Fox X-Men movie. You know what I mean? Like, it looks <laughs> like there's really, as far as, like, I didn't see enough of the story to know that I wouldn't want to see it, but it looks like I'd have a good time in the theater. And special effects-wise, it looks like the old, you know, I don't even want to call them old, but, like, the last... Uh, three apocalypse. or four. Yeah, apocalypse. It just looks Last like the same. Gen- it, looks like oh, same it looks like the same stuff to me as far as like the effects go. And it when we when it comes to like X Men movies, I feel like there's so many powers going on at the same time that it, it you kind of I don't know. It looks like a bunch of shit. Like uh, like with the uh, Transformers, <laughs> right? Like you had a whole bunch of Transformers on screen, and you we were like, well, what the fuck's going on? I feel like the same thing happens with these um, X-Men movies where you have everybody using their abilities, which is cool, but at the same time, it's really hard to uh, figure out who's who and what's going on without it actually looking, you know? It's more of an action movie to me. So, like, the fact that they're going to horror, I find that more um, interesting than anything else because I've I've done the whole action, you know, X-Men movies – but to go a different route and be like, okay, we're going to be doing this and where not everybody's just regular human. Like, you're not everybody's a mutant human that wants to do good and wants to be, you know, a good guy right off rip. You got to deal with people that get these powers and are like, well, all right, then well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be doing – I'm going to be killing somebody. You know, I don't know. Just like <laughs> – I'm just I'm, – I'm interested to see that avenue of a movie rather than – Oh yeah, I'm in the school and I'm gonna be a good guy and stuff. We never really get to see the villain, so that's I'm hoping that there's some kind of villain take yeah. in the movie. That's really what I'm I'm looking forward. And like you were just saying, yeah, it it is exciting to get away from the whole hero versus villain thing, like where everybody has their shit uh, together, like you just said. Because this one, they very much are going with like these kids don't know like if they're trying to save the world. They don't know if they're 
fighting a villain. They just know they're trying to survive. Like that scene where Charlie Heaton, who I don't know if you guys know, he's playing Cannonball, uh, oh. where he's powering up his fist. Yeah. And it, like his fists start like vibrating and all that stuff starts pulsing and, like, out of him. It looks like purple. Dude, I got like a really fucking, I, I don't know why. I don't know if, if like visually I was putting it there, but I got like a real Jack Kirby vibe off of his power in that in that trailer. It just like, to me, I could sense like Kirby crackle going on about, about it, like when it was vibrating and shit. Okay. And, um, but that whole scene was really cool because it wasn't a kid fighting like, you're a villain and I got to stop you. He looked terrified. He's just trying to survive. Yeah, like he was, he doesn't understand what's happening to him. He understands that it could maybe help him in a situation. So he steps in front of somebody and starts charging up. But he, like, his face looks scared. And that's what I like about it is that you throw these, you throw superheroes, you throw capes into a different scenario that they're not used to. Instead of being like, I know this villain. Uh, he's a bad guy. We should fight him and be good guys. I think, yeah, I think it's that's just the, like I, I'm. I could die. The main, <laughs> the main thing that I take away is that the scope is so small. It's not a big thing. That's like mm-hmm. that's what I was talking about with the whole um, apply place. Yeah, it's just you. You are keeping these kids in a facility, right? Oh yeah, so that's it's, the, it's contained by a barrier. Yeah, so that's the containment of the movie. Is like you're in a facility. And you're not going to get any backstory as far as, like, what's going on outside facility. It's mm-hmm. it's what's going on inside of it. And you get to deal with how everybody's dealing with that situation. So I think that being the case, that means Follower. that this is actually going to be a lot more interesting. It'll pull you in because you're going to be more connected to these, I don't know, five characters or six characters or whatever it is. Uh, versus ha- them having to deal with, like you said, a greater villain or whatever. You're just, you're just, it's containment. Like we were wondering how you're going to capture that, um, a quiet place moment, like mm. it being being silent and then figuring out what's going on. It's this is it. Like that's that same thing because they're contained. Yeah. Once they get out of this these walls and shit, like I'm going to lose interest. You know what I mean? <laughs> but when they're inside said walls and you're going kind of going through it with them, that's where it's the most interesting. I will say that the first trailer, when it first came out, like what years ago, I was completely uninterested. I saw it, and I was like, "Ugh, another Fox X Men movie. This does not look good." I like the song choice, though. Oh, the Pink Floyd song. Yeah, I, I think that fucking that fit really good because, yeah. of course, there there's students who are trying to learn everything, but knowing that it was a horror movie, and it like they kept doing those like when the uh, the uh, drums hit. It kept switching scenes. And right. It showed him like looking around. Like I was like, "This is cool." Like I, I like the idea of a horror take on a superhero storyline, but it just didn't seem interesting to me as far as the actual movie itself. This new trailer, though, I've got a little bit of hope for. I, I'm a little bit more intrigued. I've got a little bit more investment in it. I'll probably watch it. <laughs> I will watch it. It's it's X Men. It's it's yeah. Marvel. So I'll watch <laughs> it. Yeah. But I'm gonna be more interested to watch it now than I was before. I, I I was really impressed with that uh that sunspot reveal when he's laying there and they were like so tell us about your incident and he talks about how he was like skinny dipping with his girl oh, in the yeah. pool and because I didn't know who was really in the movie I didn't really look that's how uninterested I was right. I was just like ah, I, okay they're the new mutants I don't know who's who's the lineup and when he like was sitting there and he looked around and that girl like that arm popped up and grabbed him. I was like, wait up, she's burnt. I was like, that's fucking Sunspot. Like, mm. and then it was a Mexican kid. I was like, okay. So, like, the fact that he, like, is emitting that heat without knowing and he burned somebody, like, mm. I, I like those stakes because that makes it real. Like, not the fact that he was like, 
oh my god something's happening i gotta do something before i hurt somebody like no he fucking killed somebody and now he's trying to like write he's trying to figure out what's going on so i thought that was cool because it it was more realistic to me but so this is where things get crazy and before i i touch base on this i just want to shout out to kevin bolton jr thanks for the follow we appreciate it bud and uh that's what that noise was so that alarming that's ass noise that's blowing out your eardrums while Juan was talking we apologize the alerts are set and going to the podcast <laughs> um now this is where things get interesting though so d23 the official disney fan club released a letter uh recently and are they i think they published it on a site and then took it down but the letter read as follows there's a serious electrifying new addition to the mcu and it comes in the form of the latest uh from 20th century fox and marvel entertainment and then it says new mutants is an original horror thriller set in the isolated hospital where a group of young mutants is being held for a, psych- a psychiatric monitoring and it says uh all right and that's the description for d23 but then they took it down almost immediately but what they just said is this is confirmed to be part of the MCU. The only thing that I have to say that it, it, they may have just made a mistake, the director of the movie confirmed that it's his original cut of the movie, which was well before Disney bought Mar or Disney bought. Oh no, no. The uh, big reason century. why they held this out was because of reshoots. They've been in reshoot nightmare for years. Well, yeah, but still, they didn't make any edits after Disney purchased 20th Century. That's the thing is they they are using his his version of the movie. So okay. I don't know. I, I I hope it's part of MCU though. That'd be kind of interesting to see. It'd like, be dumb if it wasn't though, right? Like, like to release, what would be the point? Yeah, like yeah, to release, to release it as, something. Like, like if you're before your X Men actually comes out, right? Because we're trying to figure out how they're going to implement X Men mm-hmm. in the upcoming MCU franchises. And then to release an X Men movie and be like, yeah, but that wasn't that, you know, that's still not that's like a DC move, like like honestly, it is. It's like to release something just because you know that for one, it's you were I guess if you were far enough along and the project was already, but you didn't have any skin in the game at that time, right? You didn't have anything to be like, okay, well if the movie doesn't come out, it's not going to hurt us. Um, I could see if they invested their own money into it, and then they were like, well, we need to push it out, and then yeah. that would be the only like saving grace of putting a movie out there with. With um, characters, not necessarily characters that you're going to bring in, but characters that have the same abilities or like have, possess the same origins as the characters that you have not made an origin for, it would make no sense to, to release this movie. So, yeah, I think that it is going to be something with the MCU. I don't know. Again, I don't know how it plays out because I we haven't seen the movie yet, and all I know is that they're fucking scared kids inside this thing. I don't know how it plays out eventually into the mcu but i wholeheartedly believe that if this movie does come out it absolutely is the bridge or something to the x-men becoming part of the mcu same i that i that's exactly where i'm at i i think that this this would be the best way to introduce x-men the x-men like if you were to start off with an x-men movie it would just be the same thing. Like we've had that twice. We've had X Men in early two thousands, and then we had First Class. Like they were both introduction stories of the X Men, which ended up some fucking how connecting. <laughs> but I think if you're going to introduce mutants in this, 
you're either doing it with one character at a time or you do it with a title that nobody's familiar with. Like, yeah, I mean, New Mutants was huge. Chris Claremont was, like, one of the highest-held, like, writers and shit for it. But if you're really wanting to introduce these characters in a proper way where people aren't just going to be like, oh, okay, it's Wolverine again. Let's instantly start judging him compared to Hugh Jackman. Or let's start judging this whole X-Men movie to the other ones. If you want to get away from that shit and make people stop thinking of it, you make New Mutants which are mutants in themselves, but they are people that no one's heard of. Of course, Sunspot was in Days of Future Past, but nobody fucking knew who that was. There were, there were so many fan theories saying that that was uh, Human Torch. Like, I was oh, so mad. Like, it was ridiculous how many people just came out and they were like, Fire Guy, Human Torch, Avatar. It was just the dumbest thing. <laughs> Fire Guy. But uh, it, it, was, it was stupid. So if you, if you want to bring them in properly without questions asked, without comparisons, Without any baggage, you do it secretly like this. And, I mean, yeah, if, if his original story was, hey, keep these kids contained in a... I mean, because it's, it's clearly by somebody's doing. There is a villain in charge, which there could be a couple of them that could do this, that has them stuck in this place with their power. Or it could just be a genetically enhanced set of teens that they were getting... You know, like they fucking man-made mutants. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it spawns into this whole thing where different. You know, it could be anything, but mm-hmm. it, yes, there is probably in my head. I assume there's some kind of government or something. Well, no, I'm saying just what's keeping them in the facility. Oh, you mean like there's they, a, the the barrier? Yeah, itself? they even walk up and they touch it. Doctor Strange. It, <laughs> he's like, fuck these kids. Hold on now. <laughs> but um, so there's clearly something at work, and I mean. You're going to get more out of that, but this could have been the actual director's first story. Like, he could have been like, this is what I want to make, because it was supposed to be its own standalone thing. And you can easily, with a few tweaks, I mean, yeah, it could be his original story with an added 10 minutes. Because, of course, you're not going to get Iron Man or Captain America charging in through this locked-in place and helping them fight. But at the ending, if you get them out of that barrier and you see a building or you see a certain character that was there to help rescue them, what it's automatically connected. Scarlet Witch. What if this is how they bring in Doctor Doom? There could be so many Because that, ways. that was owned by 20th Century as well, so mm-hmm. that'd be interesting. But, yeah, I, I 100% think this will be connected to the MCU. Because, I hope so. Yeah, I, I, I really don't hope we get a first X-Men movie first look at mutants because the, there's so much comparison there's so much bullshit that will come with that and i think they're smart enough to avoid it but uh yeah i mean nonetheless i think that message email whatever it was i think that's exciting and it could have been a fuck up but either way i mean something's happening for them to want to i mean this thing they could have just pulled the plug on this cuz it's been in so much hoopla shit and Fox is gone for however long it's been. Like it, it's it would have been so easy to kick it to the side, and they're not. I feel like since they're putting it in theaters instead of on their service, that, that's what I mean. That that's what makes sense. Is like why put a non MCU mm-hmm. Marvel movie in theaters where all the other ones have been? It's not going to have some kind of importance. Good point. Because it's not Morbius. It's not Sony. Still owns that because Sony's still a thing. 
they didn't get fucking absorbed by Mickey Mouse's hand yet. <laughs> so not yet, baby. <laughs> yeah, not yet. So for comic news, we've actually discussed this quite a lot uh, in the past few months. Um, One, because it was one of the highest sellers. Two, because um, it really got readers reinterested in X-Men. That is Jonathan Jonathan Hickman's House of X and Powers of X and his new solo, not for long, solo X-Men storyline. So... We've had this discussion a few times because, of course, these books reinvented the X-Men. It made it something as powerful as it was in the 90s. And, I mean, in the 90s, everybody fucking loved X-Men. You had the comics back then. You had uh, Jim Lee working on that. And you had the animated show. So you were an X-Men fan no matter what. And it's died out quite a bit. But now, it's got new life. A lot of people are really enjoying it. And... I would say two months ago, there was a lot of uh, controversy because the frontrunner for this new series, Jonathan Hickman, uh, took to Twitter and commented back on some users saying that he didn't like the show, this and that, and I didn't like the series. He said what he was doing with the characters was ridiculous, and he said, okay, well, that's fine. I'm doing my best to get fired, and then the editor, his editor working on the story with him, commented back and said i really wish he was joking and we discussed this we uh a couple people thought that it could have been a joke uh this and that and we went into the idea that marvel you know could be doing just what it does being marvel and that is pushing out as much content as they can when they know they have a good story and ultimately ruining it yeah yeah we have some more news on that (laughs) uh they're saying that by March, there will be at least 12 X-Men titles hitting stores. Like, not just titles, right? Like, like fucking separate series. series. Yeah, separate, yeah, separate se- se- yeah that's, that's what I mean. Like, different titled st- uh, series. So, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, I, I mean, shit. We, we make fun of Deadpool for having a fuck ton of series, but he usually tops out, like, what, six <laughs> right now, for for X Men, there's I think five or six total. Okay. Uh, there's like New Mutants, Nick Excalibur, and of course the the flagship X Men, and a couple more smaller ones too. But mm-hmm. they're doubling that down. Yeah. So that was my my main argument. Um, I remember Juan was saying he didn't believe that somebody would walk away from something that big, I and I was wholeheartedly thinking that if Marvel told this guy, "Hey, you have full control. Like nobody's reading X Men." Uh, do what you want, make it good, we have faith in you, and told him you have full control, because this is what they told him, you have full control of your universe. And when he came out saying he's trying to get fired, caused a lot of concern, flags shot up, and my only thought was Marvel was trying to pressure him into creating more stories, which would conflict with his own. Because if you have something that has to have crossover characters, different like the same theme and everything like that it's gonna fuck with each storyline so jonathan hickman really wanted something contained one story that he could just write to its best ability and he was doing that but now all that came to life like marvel got their 12 series greenlit 
they're making them. And I 100% think this is why he's trying to get fired. I don't think it was a joke. I would bet money that he is completely serious and that he is 100% doing what he can to get out of that because he's done with it. Because personally, if I was in charge of something like that and somebody undermined me and was like, all right, your universe just got bigger. You had to figure out what the fuck to do with it because they're writing this. They're doing this in their story. It's going to affect you. What are you going to do? That would be so frustrating. He did just, like, I think a day or two ago, come out with uh, more comments about that, about the 12 issues and did he? them expanding. Yeah. So somebody asked him what he thought about it, and he basically said that the number of series that are coming out, it's mm-hmm. not designed to make a, a reader have to buy every series to understand what's going on. Okay. That it's more in there for saying, like, I resonate with this kind of X-Men story, or my type of X-Men is this series, not this one. Uh, so he said that you won't have to read every single one of them to understand what's going on with the flagship series. Um, they're more just for personal preference. Uh, there will be crossover stories, of course. Uh, but well, of course. <laughs> naturally. But he said that, yeah, that the the number of series is not going to be a uh, indicator of how much you're going to have to invest into the flagship series at least. So, that's good to hear. Apparently they Somewhat. don't want to fire him either. <laughs> he doesn't want to he doesn't want to well, he's trying to get fired, right? Mm. That, but they won't fire him. It's too good, man. It's yeah, too good what he does. You, you don't let go of Jonathan like, when bro, you got him. You ain't quitting. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's uh, they're probably holding out like if you want to leave, you got to quit. Yeah. Cuz if he gets fired, you know, he still gets paid. I think he gets paid at that point, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess that is kind of comforting to know, but still it's really not as as much as he wants to say that these characters all live within the same umbrella. They yeah, it are is his mutants. universe. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I still guarantee it's going to, it's going to fuck with his storyline. It's going to dilute it in ways that that never would have happened if they wouldn't have made it so large. And when you have a vast universe like that, it's just things are going to get mucky and it's just going to start. I don't know. Mm. I'm I'm not excited for it. I feel really bad for the guy. And the fact that they were saying that X-Men was going to be something different from Marvel, they completely fucking lied. So why believe <sighs> him now? Yeah, there's supposed to be a Fantastic Four X-Men crossover and <laughs> uh, I think like an Avengers X-Men crossover again and I'm just disappointed in Marvel Comics. Like I, I love, I love what Hickman's doing, and I love my, you know, staples that I go to, like Daredevil and Doctor Strange. But I hate their philosophy on having to make everything a tentpole, you know, spe- spe- uh, spectacular. Just read all these comics to lo- know what's going on, type of thing. It's the worst. Right? Would Isn't you, Wolverine say... and Spider-Man joining Fantastic Four again? Yep. yep. Something like that. Well, I know that Spider-Man has already done that. Yeah, but Wolf- they showcased Wolverine, yeah, Wolverine in his blue suit. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was a kind white a, suit, wasn't it? Or no, was it's it blue. No, it's blue. It's blue and black. It looks stupid. <laughs> like, it, it I ain't gonna lie. It looks kind of dumb. It looks like a like a Cartoon Network show, but trash. with like better animation. I thought Spidey's costume was kind of cool looking, but Wolverine's was. I don't know. It just like, he looks weird as the like the a member of the Fantastic Four. Like I don't know, just that costume didn't look cool on him. It, <laughs> it just looked whack. Like if I'm going from an aesthetic standpoint, I'm just like, yeah, that's not. I mean, that's whack, bro. Like, and the only reason they have him in there is because he's Wolverine. The concerning thing, though, is uh, DC ten- tends or sounds like they're going the same way a little bit. Does it? There was a uh, article that came out. They were discussing how they have their new like, timeline out now for DC. 
they're doing i don't i can't remember what it's called it's um d5 or something like that but uh they commented that every quarter they want to have a, a major like crossover story basically every quarter that's every three or four months yeah that's ridiculous so it's kind of a lot so i don't know what they're planning but it sounds kind of marvelesque to me so yeah i i think that's sad and i i think that's i mean that's ultimately why i was pushed into independent yeah um same i i mean yeah there are crossovers uh one of my favorite issues of the goon is a crossover with hellboy but that's the thing it's one issue it's it's almost like fan service it's not self-service uh dark horse wasn't jacking itself off trying to sell thousands of copies from a 14 issue miniseries they were just like oh people thought it'd be cool to see hellboy and the goon together all right one one issue and it was it was fan service not self-service so that's why i ultimately moved over to fucking image dark horse idw is because you don't have these vast universes that are doing this like yeah, Dark Horse has the Hellboy universe, which, but that's the thing. They, I mean, they just put out uh, Frankenstein Unleashed. It is, even at the top, it says, from the pages of Hellboy. And that's anything within the Mike Mignola universe. But the thing is, you don't have to read that to understand what's going on with Hellboy. It's completely different. It's just a character from them that they're like, okay, you people want to read more about him? Here, here's five issues. And that's how people should do it, not... Every quarter, we're going to fucking pump out everybody, like, all hands on deck. There's a new enemy. That's ah, that's super, super annoying. And it's it's very, it's a big letdown because there were recently two books from the big two that I was excited about. Mm-hmm. Like, I, so one, I actually went to the comic shop and I saw and I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then I thought back to Jonathan Hickman's X-Men and I was like, what's the point? I'm going to enjoy five <laughs> issues, and then here we go. He's going to be thrust into the, the multiverse. What is it? Uh, it is Donny Kate's Thor. Oh. So I, we, we talked about this already. Uh, Donny Cates is a huge writer, and he, pick, he was picked up by Marvel to pen out Thor, which a lot of people were really pumped about. Uh, I thought it was exciting. I thought it was really cool to see Donny Cates come from independent stuff to working there. Because ultimately, like, that's the big money. And it's cool to see people go there, but then you get people, cases like Jonathan Hickman. If if that shit happened to my boy Jeff Lemire, I w- I'd be fucking pissed. Yeah. Like, I, I would have more outrage because I appreciate his work. And, I mean, he's like Donald Glover to me now in writer form. I, I will follow anything he does or give it a try at least. But, like, Jonathan Hickman, I know he's a good writer. I know he's talented. He's put out a shit ton of stuff. But I just don't have that love like that to where I'm like... Oh, kill Marvel. I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> so, um, but Donny Cates put out Thor, and I checked out a little sample of it. And, okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna spoil the first issue for you, but it's been everywhere. So, if uh, I'm talking to you listeners, too, I'm looking at Joel and shit. I don't read Thor. I don't intrigued. really care, but I'll so, listen. But this is pretty cool, All bro. Right. Thor becomes the next Herald of Galactus. In this new Donny oh, Cade storyline. I heard a little bit about that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and he uh, is granted the, um, uh, shit, the, what is it, Juan? The power, uh, what, the power of Asgard? No, no, the no, power no. cosmic? Yeah, the power cosmic. That's what it is. Yeah. He, he obtains the power cosmic. And to me, that's fucking, like, that was 
the shit. Like, I was like, holy crap. And it shows, like, Silver Surfer trying to save him and stuff. And uh, he gets, like, like tricked into this location. Yeah. And, uh, th- uh, Galactus comes up and he hits him with this thing and he tells him, Rise, my, uh, um, something thunderous herald or something like that but to me i was just like that's cool like i was like hell yeah that's that's awesome but then i saw this and i was like all right i know i'm good like that that was to me it was that moment where goku rode that power wave with his kamehameha and threw it like i I was all for it i watched that clip over and over i still haven't started super yeah so at least the the tournament of power you need to watch so that that's what it is to me like i was like hell yeah but then i was just like eh I don't want to invest money and time into that. Like maybe if it comes out in a seven issue volume one, I'll give there it a try, go. but he's going to show up in other places. They're going to do a crossover and I'm just not feeling it. And then with DC, uh, Tom King just ended his Batman run. And, um, uh, James tiny just took over James tiny the fourth. Oh yeah. He just took over and he already promised he was going to do something completely undone with batman and dc confirmed it they were like yeah his vision what's gonna happen has not happened to the cape Crusader. he's gonna die who was it someone <laughs> was telling me who, i don't know who was telling me yesterday or the day before they they want a batman story where he doesn't have the gadgets he doesn't have the money he doesn't have even maybe a costume like he's just a man trying to be, be the best hero he can be like as batman I thought that'd be interesting, like having just a like a more down to earth Batman. All all of his his so like strengths Luke, Luke are taken Cage away. Batman, he's just wears a t shirt and fights people. Like, it'd be cool just to have yeah. like uh, he yeah. has like maybe one one Batman costume left. Yeah, I was and gonna he has say to wear it and it gets all just torn up and just ragged after a while. Mm-hmm. And he has no money, no gadgets. Just have they done a storyline? At least a mask. Have they yeah. done a storyline where he built his wealth and built his gadgets and built like you know what I mean like nah, the, bro. from like from the ground. To the like him being OP, like have they done a series like that? No, it's always come from. I dead. mean, he got that slave I mean, money. Batman, <laughs> Batman Year One kind of did that a little bit, a little bit as far as being like. No, uh, it's it's still dealt with his family dying and yeah. stuff like that. I'm just that, talking so. like like from like yeah, and everything and just like like he built Amazon.com and that fucking yeah, office. and then he was like, oh yeah, well he's essentially Elon Musk. And then he was like, yeah, and also I like to fight crime or maybe see something <laughs> horrific or something. And then – All right, everybody shut the fuck up. Those are two really good ideas. Like, we need to <laughs> – Copyright, copyright. <laughs> I just think it would be kind of cool. listen. I'd read that story. Delete this section. <laughs> no, nobody's going to write that. Y'all lazy. Y'all yeah. ain't going to write that. Nobody's stealing that. <laughs> no, but that would be dope as shit because, yeah, that that would be – some. I mean, hell, maybe – no, well, it's kind of still a continuation of James or uh, Tom King, so – James Tynion won't be doing that. But, yeah, so he's promising something different. Uh, I do – I mean, I I appreciate the fuck out of his work. He did uh, Dark Knight uh, Metal. He did the casting, the the forging. He he did all those things. He helped co-create the Batman Who Laughs. Like, he's done a lot of good shit even recently with Bats. So I'm excited to see him take on his actual storyline – and I, they even said, if you haven't read the Tom King, he's bringing a, a completely new storyline. So if you know Batman, you can follow it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I mean, this might be a cool point to jump on. I was keeping up with Tom King, and then it was just like so much shit came out that I was just like, uh, this is costing me money. So <laughs> I, I 
then kind of let off with it. But I was like, maybe I'll give this a chance. And now that you're telling me every four months there's a crossover, That's which the rumor, you know, the Cape Crusaders got to be part of it. Yeah, I'm I'm shying away again. Like I'm sorry. I was excited for the big two for those two reasons, and that just completely. I just pushed spoiled me your whole dream right there. Just broke it in half, man. You did. You did the bane. <laughs> yep. Oh well. The Katie, bane. <laughs> Katie McGinnis, thank you so much for the follow. If you're listening to this episode again, sorry for blowing out your eardrums. <laughs> Brought in a Spider-Man-esque character to DC. Lame. You know who brought him in? What's his name? Brian Michael Bendis. Motherfucker. Wait, what's his name? Miguel. But what's his, like, what's his, like, superhero name? Doesn't have a superhero name. He's just Miguel. Miguel. All I know. Miles and Miguel (laughs) and all this bullshit. Miguel Morales. It's because they're they're using the the cosmic uh, phone, the dial. Yeah, dial H for hero. Dial H for hero. It it looked like, legit, the picture that I saw, it looked like his webbing was the phone cord. Wait, well, fuck, he's got webbing? He's he's got a phone cord. He's basically DC Spider-Man. I don't know, it's weird. Dial H for hero? Yeah. Yeah, I just want to Spider-Man. see. Spider-Man. Type in Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man. I got to type it. Wait, I got to type in Spider-Man? Yeah, just type in Spider-Man. Okay. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. Let me just. Okay, Spider-Man just joined DC's universe. That's yes, why really. they really wanted him to bend us over on their side. They're like, hey, <laughs> no. You, I think they were expecting more from him, and Bendis just revealed he's a one trick fucking pony. <laughs> he was like, bro, I can give you Spider-Man. I can make you a Spider-Man. They even made the costume reverse colors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Such bullshit. He said, look at this, bro. DC, check this out. I gave Marvel a black Spider-Man. I'm going to hook you up with that Mexican Spider-Man. Oh, wow. Hey, dude, it's just like a Spider-Boy. He's yeah. dumb looking, man. Why? Because he's Mexican? I no. Mean. <laughs> His costume looks all nice. stupid. And I don't know. It's just... Ugh. No, yeah, he looks. Tra- he's swinging with the fucking telephone, the telephone cord. cord. No kid nowadays knows what that contraption is. Right. Like, what the fuck is he swinging by? I think it's a web. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, but I saw that, and I was like, Brian Michael Bendis, you cheeky bitch. <laughs> yeah, and then The Flash, the 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 next episode, or the next, not the episode, but the next book, uh, Flash Forward. They did uh, The Flash, spoiler alert, learns to outrun the Speed Force. Jeez, huh. Okay, so he's completely OP now. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. He's a god. Like, it's yeah, Wally, like, Wally, but it's Wally West. Oh, oh well, Flash. so stronger than Barry. That's now? good. I he mean, has they, been. They, yeah, they've always Barry's always yeah, they, said that they Kid Flash him to is be the the, best. the fastest speedster. Yeah, oh, he's wow. always said he's he's always been more powerful than me. He just doesn't believe it. Yeah. He's whack. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I've always loved that though. Which kind of uh, I don't know. I've loved that aspect of those two. The fact that Barry knows he's inferior, and yet he's still the lead. He but, has that finesse, man. Yeah, but now, like, this kid knows that he's going to outrun the speed for, like, he'll know that he's the best, and that, that to me, that it feels like it's going to take a little from their relationship, so, I don't know. If he gets arrogant, that'd be cool. Like, yeah. fuck you, Barry. <laughs> Save your ideas, slow ass. <laughs> you sit on your fucking old people moped. <laughs> that's it. What? That's it. That's it. Here we go again. That's a game? That is a game. It's not a Tamagotchi? No. That is a game. It sounds like something that you get 
like a sound you get after you do something and like like you a successful. Or you open something. Yeah, perhaps. Mm, so no. Same, same, uh, style. Um, yeah, same universe, I guess, but not like I guess that's the wrong wording to use. Same platform. Same platform. All yeah. right, I've never played this game, but I'm just gonna take a wild fucking guess. Animal Crossing. No. Bitch. I don't know. I've never played it, but he said it's the same platform. Literally, that was an arrow, like, any which way. Trust me, I killed somebody with it. Pinkman? Yeah. No. Damn it. No. That's not the same platform. You guys always go for Final Fantasy. They're like, something I don't know? Fucking Final Fantasy. I mean, yeah. One more time, one more time. Here we go. Alan? Oh, Bob Ross. Mario. Yes, Mario. But which What's one? Mario. Um. He's lying. He don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> he might be lying. No. Uh, um, Galaxy. No. Way before. Before Mario Galaxy. Before Mario Galaxy. Be some offshoot oh, shit. Like, Mario where's Mario? No, that's a no. Paper Mario or some uh, bullshit. The one for the first one for was that? They don't want to tell us. <laughs> uh, no way. I'm, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. Wait. The one for N64. Yes. Yeah. The one where you can grab his nose and all that that's shit. That's the one. Mario 64. That's not Mario 64. Wait. That's not when you jump with a painting, Mario though. 64. What is it? What's the sound effect, though? I actually don't know. God damn it. I just <laughs> know it's from that game. I don't know what the fuck it sounds. When I said Mario Galaxy, that's what I meant. Okay. Was that when I just didn't know it was called Mario 64. I actually didn't play. I played that game only do backflips because I was like, wow, this is the first game Mario can fucking <laughs> do backflips and shit. Like, chucking penguins off a cliff, yeah, man. Saying, that's why Steve played it. <laughs> that's the only <laughs> thing I know. So if you guys know what it is, let me know. But I don't know what that sound is actually from. If you would have got the fucking. That's from getting the, the star. Is it? Yeah. Okay, there you go then. They got the noise from jumping in the paintings. That's like when you beat like ah. one of the bosses and you get the little star and it goes up. It goes. Yeah, I told you that. It's, the, it's when you get the star and shit. What? <laughs> I got one. I th- yeah, you got one. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. yeah. worked your way through it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like eight guesses. He made you, it. That shit don't count. He got it, bro. He had to, yeah, he had to work his way through it. Yeah, exactly right. You figured that out. One guess. <laughs> My cheeks hurt. One guess to rule them all. Yeah. All right. So, uh. If you're looking forward to buying some games and playing some games, you're out of luck. Joel, tell us about it. <laughs> Man, this spring got really, really sparse really quick. <laughs> Literally in a matter of a week, we got some of our heaviest hitters just pushed back and oh, pushed the fucking, back. The only games that the fucking All right, year so was looking forward to. Last week was like the uh, guillotine of release dates because we got some major games pushed back. First and foremost, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Got we knew that, though. Shit. Right. Yeah, I was, I was pleasantly <laughs> surprised out. that it had not gotten a pushback already, but then they're like, hey, guess what? Pushback. We're square. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Pedro's been saying this for years, and I believe him. That game ain't never coming no, out. <laughs> no. So the good news is, the good news is that it uh, is only being pushed back by a month. So At a time. <laughs> <laughs> So it went from an April 3rd release to a, or excuse me, a March 3rd to an April 10th release. Now, I will say I got to see this game, like, in demo form at a conference last year, and it was very polished at that point. So I can only imagine it's got to be just some bugs I got to fix. Yo, I feel like Square is that old dude on that insurance company commercial with the dollar and the, the fishing hook. Oh, you yeah. always got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it goes. And here, I feel like that's all they're doing. They're like, here's another guy. trailer. So here's, here's another gameplay. Here's the super super shitty part is this game is only half of 
seven. Oh my god, what? So they're breaking up into two pieces at least. Uh, what? <laughs> oh my god. No fuck this game, it's, dude. Uh it's the uh entire Midgar portion of the game. Awesome. And they claim awesome. that I'll I'll believe it when I see it. They claim that they've made Midgar an entire like huge city. Midgard? Midgar? I think Midgar. Midgar. Midgard. It's Midgar. Uh so they, they expanded the city. Like it's a lot of run through it. Yeah. And shit. You can actually go through the city. There's a lot of side missions. Like five houses you can go in. Stuff now. to do. If you don't get the full game, but you get pointless shit to do. So <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. This you game. See, oh my god. I feel like we're like, taking out I, on Joel too. Like, hey, you, 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 <laughs> what? Fuck you, Joel. Oh, damn it. <laughs> what, what do they say on VJHS? Give me my money back, you polo shirt wearing douchebag. <laughs> <beach bag. laughs> it's all my oh, fault. Yeah. As I'm wearing a goddamn polo shirt. Oh, yeah. Bro, have you ever watched that? No. You oh check it out. god. Juan Joe knows. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Joel's not- I, I don't you know anything. Not, <laughs> yeah, there's there's a there's a good ass yes. there's a good ass scene where this character of the law like is forced to work at a at a video game store and he's dealing with all these asshole customers and the guy calls him a polo shirt wearing douchebag. <laughs> Give me my money back. <laughs> oh my god. I felt so bad because I love the law <laughs> and I felt so bad for him in that scene. So but. so Final Fantasy one month pushback. We'll see oh. if that holds true. I think it will. I really do. I, I don't even know why I'm like sighing. Like I don't give a fuck anymore. Like it is what it is. That I wasn't even gonna buy it to be honest. Like I was excited to see the shit like be done. It looks good. I just have outrage for having outrage at this point. I'm just like, yeah, it, just because. But <laughs> it, it, at this point, this game has been said that it was gonna get made. I think in 2013. PS3. Yeah, it was supposed to come out then, and they were like, yeah, look at this shit. Look at how cool it looks. And then they were like, yeah. That's not gonna happen for a while. Maybe on the next gen shit, and then the next gen came out, you know, PS4 and stuff, and we're like, all right, when's it coming? When's it coming? And then they said they were gonna do it, and then for it to just be pushed back again, it just—it's just like, <laughs> it's just so annoying. So at this point, I'm not even mad about it. I'm just kind of like, it's expected. You know what I mean? It's expected. It's kind of bad. At this point, I'm like, fuck seven. Just give me eight. Right? Give me eight. Like, Ooh, you're, you're, not even gonna, you're not even going to play the full game, which I didn't know. And that's stupid because now you got to pay 120 for the fucking game when it's bullshit. You should only play, pay 60 for a game that you can fucking play on an emulator hey, on man. your phone if you can deal with Madonna tits. That's that's all Ooh, you gotta do. True. All the girls have Madonna tits true. in that game. I can deal with it. Fucking Cloud's hair is ridiculous. I don't know. They made Tifa look real good in this game. That's true. But, but uh, yeah. Advent Children. Beat off to Advent Children. <laughs> <laughs> that's a movie of Final Fantasy. They claim, though. <laughs> with Tifa in it, that's what I was saying. <laughs> they claim it's big enough to support what they're doing, so... Who knows? We'll I don't yeah. know. They claimed the, the game was coming out 10 years ago. <laughs> square be square. That's all I got to say. Yeah. They're, they're, be, square. They're, they're the marvel of video games, bro. Yeah. They lie. So pushback number two happened same day. And that was also a Square game. Well, Square published. Uh, and uh, that CD Project Red. is... No, no. Oh, uh, what? Oh, that is Marvel's Avengers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That too... <laughs> Forgot about that. So Square Square is publishing that game, and uh, it's being produced by oh uh, Crystal Dynamics, the Tomb Raider team. Yeah. And that got announced last year at E3 to not very big fanfare because it looked really poopy. Yes. And then uh, as the months went on, it went. It started making the rounds and getting better looking. Mm-hmm. And so the past couple of videos they put out look actually pretty positive. And then they're like, "Hey." 
this game was supposed to come out in May. Uh, it's coming out in September now. So that one I've got concern over just because I like the fact they're putting extra effort into it. I am concerned because it comes out in kind of the thick of things. Right before a new console comes out. Right when all the big titles always come out every single year. You've got a game that could have sh- like really shined bright in the springtime where it's kind of quiet and now it's going to be just thrown into the mix with everything else. Right? Like, it, that's the thing too is that you just said new consoles coming out and if you were to... You get those game trailers, right? And it's all those CGI cinematics and we're just like, holy shit, this game looks unbelievably good, right? And then you, That was and then not you, this game. <laughs> and yeah, but I'm saying, you're going to get this, those type of games and then you're going to see the, t- the gameplay for this game and you're going to be like, uh, you know. The only other problem I have and I think... It's smart they pushed it back for this particular reason is the fact that I still don't fully know what the game is yeah. as far as what kind of game it is. Uh, I know when they first announced it, there was a lot of just comparisons like, hey, this is uh, Marvel's take on a Destiny formula where it's an always persistent world and all this stuff. And then uh, they said later on that it's not that way where you can play single player and then you can do cooperative missions. There's no competitive and I just don't know what exactly to take from it quite yet. So I think having more time to develop the game, polish it up, fix any bugs, also gives them more time to market it properly. Because there hasn't been a lot of just discussion around this game yet in the, in the gaming communities. So I agree. Yeah. I remember when this was first announced, we talked about it, and we were so excited with the possibilities, and I could, like, I, I couldn't care less for this game. I, I'm not intrigued at all. I... That first video did not floor me whatsoever. I just ugly. saw it. I was like, "That fucking Tony Stark." All right. Yeah, Tony Stark looked fucking homeless. <laughs> he looked like he played hockey with Casey Jones and didn't shower yeah, for a while. Baby. Uh, Black Widow did not rev my engine whatsoever. Her hair looked like ramen noodles. Like somebody like overcooked the PS2 fuck out of two hair, man. <laughs> Thor. Oh my god! Was not Thor. sexy at all. <laughs> Those disco playtime. Yeah. Oh my god! Like everything about this, the only thing that like they did proper was they made Bruce Banner look like everybody's favorite. Mark Ruffalo just looked like a slouch. It just looked ridiculous. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I remember watching it and everybody's like, "Oh, no Avengers! It just came out. Marvel's putting out this new game." And I was like, "Oh, sick! Like we can finally see what it's about." And I was like, I, I think we watched it together. Right. And we were just like this. Thing yeah, like sucks, I don't think we made bro. any noise. I think we just watched it. It stopped, and I was like, all right. <laughs> like, couple I, of things that it has going for it, though. Uh, they've really shown off in detail that you can highly, highly, highly customize every character mm-hmm. with your own preferred costume, so you don't have to stick with their ugly ass designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pick your own. And you can kind of mix and match and stuff, too, which is pretty cool. And I shave Black Widow's head? <laughs> hey, maybe. Maybe. Uh, and then the other thing that's interesting is they're rolling out more characters. So it's not just your core Avengers team. They've already shown off Kamala Khan. Uh, and then there are some leaked assets that show off Black Panther and um, Hawkeye as well. So they are bringing more heroes into the mix as well. And they are really pushing all those categories. They said, you know, you got to get the foreigners in there. You got to get the black community. Check. And then you got to get the special needs community. Double with check. So, yeah, they're, they're really pushing for that. Shit. So we'll I, see. I, I, I don't know. I'm not excited. One thing they don't have for them, being able to release a video game. <laughs> that's, that's Poor Square, thing. man. Square's struggling. 
So those were not the only two that got pushed back. Good God. Uh, <laughs> about two to three days later, and this is the one that hit really hard for me, yeah. was uh, CD Projekt Red. And I had thought about this before because The Witcher got pushed back a couple times as well back in its heyday. I was like, wow, I wonder if they're going to do it for this game. And they didn't, and it's getting closer to April. And I was like, hell yeah, it's like three months away. It's coming. <laughs> and then days after those Square announcements, I feel like they're like, you know what? The gaming community has already too. got a lot of bad news <laughs> as it is. So let's I think they were like, they let them down already. Let's throw our hand in the ring, too. And so sneak in, sneak in. So it got, so, so CD Projekt Red, the maker of The Witcher 3 and all that fun stuff, they're making a new game called Cyberpunk. And it... It just looks amazing. It's open world, uh, Keanu Reeves, Blade Runner, <laughs> Keanu Reeves, basically, uh, and it was supposed to come out April sixteenth. And they're like, "Hey guys, this game is coming out in September as well." So, sorry, but I will say that if it's anything as far as depth is concerned to The Witcher, mm-hmm. they've already said that this, the map size is smaller, not by much, but it is smaller. But it's more dense as far as the things you can do and see. So if it has the same side quest heavy yeah. uh, approach that The Witcher does, then I think it's the smartest thing ever to push it back because that game is so intricate and so detailed that if they're making a more dense version of that for Cyberpunk, they need more time to fix it and make I, it and make it the best thing possible. I give this game a pass. Not like pa- I'm passing on it, but I give this like, oh, yeah. the pushback. I give that a pass. It's, you could do it twice, and I give I, it a pass. Yeah, I'll, for this one because it's not Square. Square is like that's just an ongoing joke now. Like they, every ma- game. they made a running joke. Not even every game. Like Final Fantasy VII, like Juan said, has been years, like almost a decade probably, <laughs> that they've been promising this, and they're just like we're finally almost there to like. All right, one more time, guys. Here we go. <laughs> Playing yeah. those greatest hits. Yeah, and so with CD Projekt Red, you it's it's not something you're just, like, expecting. You don't expect it to get pushback. You don't expect it to never release. And um, it, it's just super annoying. But, um, yeah, no, this, this game, I, I could still say I'm excited for it because everything that it is, it's like the, the whole um, dystopian future take on it the whole cybernetics uh the augmentations to humans and stuff i love all that shit sci-fi is like my jam so i like that and i i'm willing to give that a shot one thing i'm curious and i want to ask you because i mean you're the gaming aficionado with juan what what would really be the difference of making certain things unplayable certain side missions releasing it in throwing patches like once well, the game gets old being like hey here goes things that we didn't have time to fix for like start off but six months down the road now you can play them and it unlocks different doors to different buildings that you couldn't get into and like, I kinda, why, why not that i kind of get what you're what you're asking for and the problem is they'd have to literally block off portions of the game that way and with, I mean, just locking a door. Well, if it's anything like The Witcher, the thing is about The Witcher and, and the way that Project Red does stuff is side missions take uh, precedence over main quests. So okay. you can do a side mission, and it we'll just stumble across it and think, oh, here's this person with a thing I have to take care of and go fetch them something. No, it's more like, hey, here's this person that wants you to do this thing, but mm-hmm. guess what? That actually turns into a 
whole different debacle, and you've also <laughs> got stumbled into the criminal underworld. And thirty minutes it, in, like literally thirty to forty minutes for one side quest. So then, how about this? Why don't they like finish all the side quests and not put the ending out of the game for six well, months? Well, <laughs> and here's the other problem as far as the way that their side questing prominence works is a lot of the side quests are tied into other quests and tied into the main plot. So you may do a side quest for somebody and and you know kill them. And then, guess what? In the main plot, somewhere down the road, you're going to have someone go, hey, you killed my brother. Fuck you. And so, to die. <laughs> yeah. So, Nobody? No Princess Bride? Oh, I mean, yeah, I got, got it. it. I got it. I don't have I, I got that button. On inside. Juan, Juan didn't move. So <laughs> I was, I was my, disappointed. My eyebrows went up. You can't see my eyebrows. And, and here's the other problem and why I think all these pushbacks suck. They always do. They suck. But I, I think... It's the right thing because if the past two years have shown us anything, when you rush a product out, it fails miserably. And I'm what? talking at Anthem. I was gonna say, give me. I'm a- talking <laughs> about Fallout 76. I'm oh, talk- that game was gonna fail regardless. I'm talking about Mass Effect Andromeda. All these games that are high-profile AAA games that had the promise of being great. Destiny got yeah. Destiny one. Uh, they got rushed out there, and they did pretty poorly. Besides Destiny. It's Bungie because who can complain about that? Yeah, but then they. But I don't. Shit. It's Bungie, but <laughs> those games all failed because they pushed themselves out too fast, and then they had to scramble to patch themselves up as the months go by. Who's talking about Anthem right now? I bought that game for no <laughs> Literally, I was selling it to people for five dollars during the holidays. I got it, baby. Five dollars. <laughs> Uh, Fallout 76. Not let me you holler. Oh. <laughs> I have not. Has, have you sold Fallout 76? I since? have not sold a single copy of that game in about three months. Yes. So Marcy is a mega fan, and she actually pre-ordered that. And before it even got here, she was pissed that she even had it. She was like, "This is stupid." <laughs> Staying on my collection. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think that pushing these games back shows the developers want to put out a finished, finalized product, not a half-assed money grab, which is good. I like that. What I feel bad for is the time crunch that it puts on the people at the studios. They now have a date that they have to go after, and they have to work all those extra hours and and put more time in, and uh, it's just a lot of extra effort for what we play. I agree. I I used to be of the mindset that, like, dude, you you said, and I was always the biggest guy to say, don't release DLC then if you're not going to give me the full game. You know, what I mean, like, I, and it's not on time. Like, if you, when my biggest gripe still, I think, is that when games come out and they're good, I'm cool with it. But when you have DLC that should have been part of the game or included or whatever, which is a t- completely different like rant that I could go on, but oh, it's yeah. just it's still the same thing where it's like a lot of these times where they push these dates back, I often wonder like, did you? Were you working on some of the other shit that you're trying to force out later on down the road along the same timeline that you're trying to get the core game together? You know what I mean? Because like, you know in advance they have ideas of, okay, we're going to release this main game, but we're going to have this side quest too on the, on, the, on the back burner, right? But are you spending time on this side quest when you should be focusing on making this, this main game? And that's, yeah. that's my biggest gripe. Yeah, I agree. Because it happens a lot. You know, you get the main game, and you're like, oh, well, this game is pretty dope. And then, like, two weeks later, you get, oh, well, this DLC is dropping for, for whatever the game is. And that's the great thing about Project Red, too, is um, when they put out a game, they put out a complete product. And sure, it'll have some technical issues and flaws they'll fix up over time. But their expansions to, to The Witcher 3 
you, they're not just like a here's a couple of new missions. It's like here's a whole new like game, baby. Like, 40, 50 hours world. of gameplay. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, it goes from an 150-hour game to, like, a 400-hour game uh, with their expansions. So they put a yeah. lot of time and effort into what they do. So That's why I back them. Yeah, I, I, I'm good with that for sure. Well, I, I, so I just want to throw this out there. I actually was just asked recently, like, why I play, like, I play mostly, like, a lot of free games and shit, whether it's, like, Game Pass and stuff like that or Apex Legends sure. and everything like that. And, um, it's funny because like, yeah, I, I play these free games, but guess what? They come out on time when they say yep. they're going to release a grand soiree thing on Tuesday at this time, it's there on time. You know, so what? it's, it's kind of funny. Cause like it's free. <laughs> so where, well, what's going on? I, I just, I don't know. These, these games are like huge and stuff and people are getting hype over them and stuff. And then they like. They're like, oh, you play Apex the all the time. What the ever shit created. is this Terminator? Wow, Skynet's on my shit now. <laughs> we don't win this one. Is it Terminator? Yeah. It's some kind of weird trailer. I don't know. I closed it and it's still going. It said, no, bro, you're going to watch this movie and you're going to like it. Shut the fuck up. What is going on? Give me a second, y'all. IMDB is going nuts. Like, fuck your free games. <laughs> <laughs> here's an ad for you. <laughs> So here's the this episode uh, is sponsored by Terminator Darkman. <laughs> here's the thing I think uh, that is in that vein of thought with free games and being on time. I think there's a little bit of He's what the fuck? Oh my what god! Okay, shut your browser out of it. Close the browser. Shut the browser down. Yes, Close it. It turned itself off, dude. Skynet's taking over. They're like, you gonna listen to this trailer? <laughs> fuck that shit. They bitch. said it really is sponsored by Terminator Darkman. <laughs> So on the thought of free games and why they're on time, and, and, and I think when a person plays a free game and it may not be the best product out there possible, there's a little bit of uh, acceptance like, oh, this game isn't great because it's free. So untrue. You don't think so? I don't think that. Well, I'm saying that that's not always that's not the case for me. I think there's just a little bit of forgiveness for free games because they're free. You like, think they're gonna suck because they are. Free. Yeah, like yeah. you you go into it going, oh, it's free to play. Yeah. It must not be the best thing possible. So if that's why. Yeah. Okay. I know. I agree with that point. I'm just saying in general, I, from a standpoint of people, I me personally, when I go into a free game, it depends on the game though. If I know the the studio, I'm gonna you know take that into account. But for the most part, yeah, if it's free, normally I'm like, yeah, what's the catch? I'm just thinking, like, Apex was a great uh, great example of that. Last year, Apex came out, highly polished game, very, very good, but it was lacking a lot of really like rudimentary things that people wanted immediately. It didn't have any way to track your wins or kills or anything. It didn't have more than one game mode. It was pretty much just, here's the game, and enjoy. Yep. And then as the year has progressed, they've put up more things that go along with those wants and needs that people wanted. So there's some give and take when it comes to free games pay versus paid games. Who knows Ref Grissetti? I know. One of y'all have to know. I mean, not by name. Oh. Do I know his work? Yes. Both of you have played it. Definitely. What is it? Yeah. Come on, no, just just Raph Persetti. Raph I've never heard that name before. And me either, bro. It's a game. He's <laughs> no, he is one of the artists for 
Uh, one of his biggest things there is uh, God of War. Oh, yeah, no, dude. I mean, I played God of War, but I don't even no, know. Like, nah. still nothing, Joe. No, sorry. I mean, I love the oh, God okay. of War series, but well, he, he's a he's an animator too, and he puts out all these really polished designs of different characters and everything. And recently, one of his images has gotten some some love from uh, how about this, Gary Witta. Sorry, still nothing. Oh, Joel, come on, you're failing me. <laughs> come on, man. I don't know. He's the writer of Rogue One. Oh shit. Uh, I'm not good with names. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, Gary Witta, of course, like I just said, he wrote uh, Rogue One. He's awful. Uh, he's also written for The Walking Dead. He wrote After Earth with Will Smith and Jaden Smith, and he also wrote The Book of Eli. Oh, I bet. So, yeah. yeah. So he's got a lot of uh, a lot of good works under his under his belt. And recently, he came across an image that Raph Grissetti put, and he said, I want to write this animated movie. And his new design was of Star Fox. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Interesting. Then. So Raph Grissetti put out a very fucking good. Um, it was a still, wasn't it? Yeah, of Star Fox and his whole crew, yep. um, along with the villain. I can. The wolf. Name. Yeah, the wolf. Uh, I don't. Uh, know. I think it's just wolf, isn't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> wolf. <laughs> wolf guy. Uh, so here, I'll turn this around and show you guys. Boom. Looks good. Yeah, so pretty fucking sick looking On animation point. for the guys, um, and. Wolf Donald. Huh? Wolf Donald. That's his name? That's his name. <laughs> I told you it was Wolf. I just didn't know the rest of it. I thought it was more. I mean, Wolf sounds way more menacing <laughs> than Wolf Donald. Yeah, Wolf Donald, baby. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, Gary Widow, of course, like I just said, he wrote a lot of really good movies. Uh, his best one, though, being Rogue One, which is, in my opinion, one of the best Star Wars movies uh, put out. But. Yeah, he he threw that out there that he wants, like he would be willing if that was the art to write a Star Fox movie, and I mean that's awesome. I I would love to see Star Fox expanded into something different than memes of two barrel roll. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, as a kid, I always mixed up Star Fox with Bucky O'Hare. Oh shit! They're very similar yeah, as far classic, as animals in space. Mistake. Yep, oh, yeah. Yeah. Even uh, their co-pilot. You got Falco, and uh, then you got the uh, the duck with the three blasters. So, but no, cool. I, j- I just thought that was a uh, a little cool piece of news because I think that'd be sick. I think his writing would fit it perfectly. I mean, I I haven't seen him do anything to, uh, I guess animated. He has written for Star Wars Rebels, so he has worked oh, with the cartoons and stuff. Okay, but uh, just knowing that it is a space story about a group of characters taking on a guy i mean I, I think he fits that bill perfectly are you talking movie or are we talking series here uh animated movie okay yeah he, he said i want to write this movie give me a one-off good <laughs> i mean yeah i mean th- that's the thing it's like i don't want a whole series of it i won't watch it but like a movie yeah i'll I definitely sit down to watch a star fox movie there better be dope. a lot of barrel rolls a lot of barrel rolls so that is all we have for this week's recap. Uh, like we said, it's been a while since we talked news, so we did have a lot to discuss, especially in the movies and series segment. Um, we apologize for the long episode. Hopefully you can forg- uh, forgive us, and next week we'll start back off and we won't have so much stuff to you know give you. But with that being said, that has been our weekly recap. Next up, 
is our name that frame. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. So the winner of this week's name that frame is Tyler Dildine. Is that right? Yes. That sounds okay. right. Yeah. Dill Dildine. So uh, yeah, you're the winner of name this frame, and um, for the movie, it was uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. I actually didn't know what movie it was. It was the cheerleader at first. I don't know what the second image was, but I guess that shit right away. Sana sent that to us as like a little sneak peek. Yeah, I didn't. And she got mad because I knew it instantly. It was the scene where Flash Thompson gets dunked on. I still don't remember that scene. No, no, I've seen that movie like two times. So yeah, it's when he clowns him for the very first time. Okay, when he gets his power. Um, but yeah, so that was the, you're you're the winner. What is uh? Let me let me ask you guys something because that name reminds me. What is the main character's name on Fight Club? Tyler Durden. There we yeah, go. Yeah, Durden, yeah. So, I mean, you've had each. Yeah, close. <laughs> You're pretty close. You're the winner. Give us your info. Creepy style. <laughs> All right. Wait, are you still waiting on me? I mean, <laughs> usually you yeah, go straight okay. to show <laughs> well, I had to scroll. All right, here I go. <laughs> All right, y'all, here we go. Um, maybe I should actually, let me refresh this again. Because yeah. I don't know, like, because sometimes, again, the comments are I didn't are cast there. my votes either. You guys think, all right, everybody cast your vote. Cast your votes. Make sure your votes are in. I didn't do too many show polls this week because I was actually scared. Um, last week, that's when the computer just, like, <laughs> gave up on me while I was making one. Stop man. Stop talking. <laughs> oh, wait, is this not the thing? <laughs> we're still recording. I mean, yeah, I know we're recording. I'm yeah, and you're you're jinxing it. Oh, You're uh, acting like it's all good now. Uh, I thought you meant just in general. Uh, uh, power's down right now. <laughs> all right, Tom. Yeah, I'm, let me. Knock on wood. I'm reloading. I'm going to laugh when this page doesn't load up. <laughs> I'm going to have to use my phone. Cheeks hurt. Throwing one a bone on this first one. <laughs> oh, wait. You voted for it? Yo. You know what? I'm going to my phone. Fuck, fuck my computer right now. Here I go. Here I go. All right, y'all. So, show poll. Got to keep the tradition alive because I asked this last week and we ended up winning. Will the Packers win today? Yeah. Awesome. Similar results means similar results. So, 72% said no, so that means that the Packers are surely going to win today. <laughs> um, again, Vincent, screw you one and screw the Packers. Brandon, I hate the Packers, but I think they will take it. Please, That's that's a sensible Lions fan. Have you seen his uh, profile picture? I mean, he's a straight Lions guy, guy with face paint, guy with... <laughs> he's got a painted helmet yeah. on. <laughs> Damn. It's awesome. He's straight up he's Lions guy. He's got the wrong guy. logo, though. Straight up Lions guy. Um, Here we go. So, next. Uh, do you watch Peaky Blinders? Do you guys watch that? I have not seen that yet. I have watched some of it, but I have not picked it back up. So you've seen the first episode then? Oh, yeah. Okay, see, I've seen a clip from it, but I've actually... I, I watched the first season and a half. Oh, dope. Is it dope? Is it good? It's good. It's really good. Is it a gangster good. show? Yeah. Okay. Um, Anthony Tibbs, one of the best shows out there. It's brilliant, but I can understand if... The majority of the U.S. viewers don't like it. There's a lot in it that mainly people from Britain, Britain would get, including Brummy accent. I don't even know what that is. What's a Brummy accent? It's just a uh, name for an accent. All right. Like a New Yorker accent. Okay. Uh, Rob Siegel. Haven't watched the new season yet, but we kind of like it. A uh, few really good episodes, few that kind of meh. 
I mean, that's, yeah. Understandable. Um, oh, yeah. What do you like from your movies? Action or story? So, Steve, if you didn't vote all. action, if you did not vote action, I'm going to. Yeah, I don't believe the results at all. Yeah, I, I don't. Based on how our crowd has voted in the past, I don't believe you motherfuckers one <laughs> fucking bit. Y'all are fronting right now. Be true to yourself. Be your best you, all right? Steve, and did y'all you vote action? Okay, cool. That's just up. I actually was conflicted with this myself because I, dude, I grew up with '80s Arnold Schwarzenegger action movies, and I loved Stallone and and Schwarzenegger. He had story, he just couldn't present yeah, it. Yeah, well. but that's the thing is, like a lot of his movies, eh? Total Recall had a pretty cool story, but it's just it's a Schwarzenegger movie, and Predator had a really good story, but it's an action flick, you know. So I was conflicted myself when I was looking at this, but I was like what would i rather see and i would rather have the movie have a really good story with hints of action than have it be an action movie with shitty story that's what i took from it that's how i took it oh yeah that's yeah. that's that's me too I agree. like i i can watch action all day but if i'm gonna watch it just i'll just watch action clips like why watch a movie at that point i don't i don't want to pay attention to a, a movie and have to sit through the story if it's shit just to get the action that's awesome. Like, but there's no point to it. I, okay, so to Black Mask, that story was shit, but that movie was cool, right? Wait, what? Black Jet, Jet, Jet Li, Black oh, Jet Mask. Jet Li? Dude, I see. I don't remember that. Okay, so that's I'll just that's I'm gonna let you know <laughs> that that's a, a fucking and that's the thing too is the majority of kung fu flicks. That's when he looked like he had a fucking Oreo yeah, uh, case yeah. on him, right? But, yeah, that's it. That shit was weird. But that's how <laughs> that's what I would say is like the majority of Kung Fu flicks story is just fucking meh. But like the action, ooh, dude, dope. So that's where you get conflicted because you know it's hard to choose on that. Juan Pedro, option three, boobs. He's not wrong. <laughs> Vincent, this is difficult. I feel it's more based on the mood I'm in. I'd say I lean more towards action, though, just because I usually catch movies after work and I just want to be entertained. Which isn't, you know, I understand. I'm entertained by story, dog. That's <laughs> um, why I read comics. I want to fall asleep, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Rob, especially the scene from No Country for Old Men. Very few movies have badass dialogue that can actually make a whole scene without a bunch of music or effects. Django Unchained, No Country for Old Men, and Glorious Bastards, to name a few. They're all Tarantino, aren't they? Or no, uh, not the two first of them. one. Two of them are. Um, old Country for Old Men. It's um. Brothers. Oh, oh, brothers? brothers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay. Look. Oh, this is just a random poll that I put up there. Look, it's Raph. And then I put, yeah, a little too Raph or what? And actually, I thought 100% would have got this right, but 85% said, yeah, a little too Raph. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> uh, do you think Black Mask's mask gets burned on his face by the end of Birds of Prey? Hell yeah. Hey, Lion. Most people don't even know who he is. <laughs> uh, 69% said yes um, Will the Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 7 remake ever be released? 64% said yes It's coming Oh man, there's a big uh, 50, 53 actually oh, oh yeah, you just voted? Yep Matthew Tabor <laughs> I'm actually pretty psyched for it too When they announced it 2013 I couldn't <laughs> have cared less I was all Final Fantasy May Cry No thanks I already played that but then the I played the demo at PAX West and it was awesome. I'm sold. Told you Shit. it was polished, man. Yeah, just that, that one five minutes. It's minute not coming out. Part of the game. It was in the part where like you're escaping Shinra. 
so everything's that's, exploding. That's what they always show. <laughs> and he's like doing that barrel roll out of the fucking uh, the train or off the train or doing like no, a no, 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 that's in the beginning of the game. Okay, okay, something different. All right, fuck that game. All right, um, are you down for a Star Fox animated movie? Yeah, everybody. Yeah. All right. A barrel roll. Seventy-one <laughs> percent uh, said yes. And then, do you watch the Seven Deadly Sins? I have yet to watch that. You guys, need, you guys need to watch it. Eighty-three uh, percent said no, and I believe that's yeah, that's my last show poll. I was gonna go in depth on that show, but just all you guys need to know is watch it, and I'll, I'll go in depth later, maybe next week or it's something a Netflix like that. But just, show, right? Yes, it's a Netflix yeah. original show, but it's fucking lit. Does it have dubs? It's all. It's it's yes. You can watch it in several different languages, but oh, yes, thank it, God, it, it's uh, English right, is one in. of them. <laughs> um, very good. All right. So that sounder indicates the end of the show polls, and that will bring apart the end of the show. Thank you so much to everybody who took part in the show polls. Sorry that we did not get that many out to you, like Juan said. He uh, I was wasn't trying to jinx it and then completely jinxed it when he said we made it. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> but, was scared. I was scared the whole time. I'm not going to lie. I was like, <laughs> reluctantly, every time something come up, and I was like, oh, dude, a show poll would be cool here. And I'm like, no, not right now. <laughs> Well, hopefully next week uh, he'll have his confidence back and we'll have more show polls for you. But thanks to everybody who took the time to do that. Um, yeah, again, they're at a weird time. That is due to the Packers playing yes. and Juan needing to watch his team in the playoffs. Yeah. So uh, don't know when they will be coming at you next week. Just uh, be aware that it will be during Sunday. Yeah. Sometime around then. Sunday, baby. <laughs> so, again, thank you so much to everybody who took the time to listen. I am aware that this is a longer episode again uh hopefully you enjoyed it if not uh sorry yeah sorry sucks to be you bro <laughs> sorry <man. laughs> we have no refunds for your time <laughs> nope. but yeah if you could uh do us a favor leave us or yeah leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform you are listening to us on uh, that does in fact help us with gain a larger audience it really puts us in the algorithm to you know be found out by anybody who has the same interest so if you could just take a moment of your time, even if it's a two sentence little review, we'd really, really appreciate it. It would mean the world to us. But um, thanks for all the support thus far. And that's where we'll leave you. So thanks, everybody. Hope you have a great week. And we've been Not Your Average Nerd signing off. See you guys. See ya. Peace. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>